Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Otaku Outcast. As always, it's me, Josie. Um, this week, I'm not with the usual crew. I am once again joined by my fellow Nakama. Um, you might recognize them from the first special One Piece episode. Um, we're here yet again, as promised. It took only maybe like three, four months, but we got another One Piece episode out. Um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Yo, what's up? My name is Martin. You can follow me on Twitter and Martin Senpai. Nice, nice. Okay. What up, everybody? Supply Stan account. You can follow me on Twitter at OF underscore till we underscore OD. Yo, what's up? My name is Max. Or you can follow me on Twitter, maxed out 305. You guys don't have and you guys don't have any idea how much I appreciate you guys introducing yourself so well. My co-hosts have been doing this shit with me for almost two years, and they still struggle. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was flawless. Oh, my God. All right, guys. So, Wano, right? Some people loved it. Some people hated it. Uh, personally, I'm on the love side. Um, there was definitely some things that I did not like. Um, Kinemon surviving. Um, Yamato not, <laughs> Yamato not joining. Um, Oof. let me start on that. Oh my god! <laughs> but you know, Wano gave us a lot of amazing things. Gear five, um, Yamato side boob, just a bunch of <laughs> things. You know, just too many. You know, I can't really think of any anything right now other than Yamato. But I want you guys' opinions on it. Um. Are you guys on the love camp? Are you guys on the hate camp? I'm on the mixed. I'm a mix. You know, there's there's a lot of points where Oda could have like done be- done things better, but I'm the reader. You know, I'm not the writer, so whatever he wants. But other overall, I give Wano a good nine out of ten. That was that was a great arc. Yeah, I think I I'm more on the love side of Wano. Just because it felt like a culmination of what was established back in 2012 in Punk Hazard. Yeah. Where, where Law said, you know, we're going to go after Kaido. And it just felt like, you know, this is it. Like, we literally have been waiting for this for over a decade. And it was a it was a nice culmination of what the objective was and how they got it done. Yeah, I'm definitely on I'm definitely on the love side, you know. Definitely, I think one of the best ways to describe Wano, it felt like for me felt like a 9 out of 10 arc with some minor 4 out of 10 details. You know, it didn't, like, overtake it, but it was, like, some little moments that I was like, oh, I wish that was a little bit better. But like homie said earlier, like, we're not we're not the rise of the stories. You know, we're the leaders. I mean, not the leaders, the readers. Words. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, as fans, um, we consume the product. Um everyone's gonna have their complaints and i don't think there's a problem with people you know giving out their complaints being verbal about what they don't like um what i don't appreciate is when it goes into like the deep deep negativity um i'm a complete hypocrite (laughs) when i say that because i'm constantly talking shit on this on this podcast but 
when it comes to One Piece, you know, obviously the bias is going to come out. This is my favorite series. Um, Hell yeah. But mm-hmm. because it's my favorite series, it's also the series I'm the most critical about. Um, I feel like some people forget that you can still be critical about the things you love and the things you um, really, really like. And I don't know, when, when you have a writer as good as Oda, it creates an expectation, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like Wano is a perfect example of that. People were waiting for Wano for fucking years. Ye- I want to say... Years and years. Like 15 years since it was first ever mentioned, probably Way back in what? Thriller Bark? Yeah, Thriller Bark with uh, Zoro versus... Fuck, what was his name again? Ryuma? Ryuma, Ryuma yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I mean, what I find crazy is for people to say that Wano didn't deliver. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you cannot say that. It, it gave you everything that you wanted. Like, all the fans of, of the characters, you know, everything. You... Could not be happy for this arc. He gave us one of the greatest villains. In yeah, one piece. Definitely. Like, I swear, there were so many moments where I was like, "Nah, Kaido, Kaido's spitting. Like, <laughs> Kaido's different. <laughs> He's just built different." I think it was um the one of the moments where I really sat back. I was like, "Nah, this dude is different. Is different." When this man Luffy went when he was in Gear Five mode, you know, he put that giant fist the size of Onigashima over Kaido's head. And Kaido just stared at it and said, yeah, I can take that. I was like, hold <laughs> up. I was like, hold up, hold up. What are you doing with this man? Man, it took 15 people and Luffy like three tries to finally take him out. Yep. That guy was built different. His durability was crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, even, I mean, to be fair, like, even his crew, like, I ain't go. The uh, Beast Pirates, like, if there was a spinoff series where they were the main characters, I'm watching that shit. Cause I would watch it for sure. Queen is hilarious. Like, I'm a Miss Queen. <laughs> that man just had me laughing every time he's on my page. His little dance, the... Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know what? You guys are definitely right. I mean, out of... Out of all the antagonists we've had, I think Kaido has had by far the best crew. Or at least the most entertaining crew. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, pretty entertaining. I would, yeah, I would say in like crew co- cohesion and loyalty, I would always, like I feel like Big Mom and uh, Dofi's crews are up higher because sure. yeah. you know because you know who's who was trying to take everybody's heads out like behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't really loyal to nobody. He was just like I'm trying to see what I can do to climb the ladder. Oh, there's so many like fake outs. You know, like you thought one yeah. person's allegiance was. For them and then other. Plus, I will uh, say this, Art I think the Go for it. Oh, yeah. I will say this, though. I think out of all the Yonkos, I think Kaido's oh, King is one of the best right hand men. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he can easily, easily one of the best designs in the whole series. Like, sorry, that oh, man's taking it. King or Karakuri? Oof. That's a uh, tough one. Yeah. That, like in that's, a fight? That's my question. Yeah, like, like, like when you a say... A 1v1. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. I thought I thought it was either a 1v1 or just personal preference. Uh, let's, do both. 
Let's do both, 1v1 and personal preference. I can go. So in terms of personal preference, talking about design, just character, motivation, backstory, I got, I'm going with King. I don't know, just the moment that King came on my on the page, I was like, hold on, this dude's kind of clean. You know, and then just seeing, of course, my man's black. Got to always support him, support my fellow my fellow black characters. <laughs> uh, you know, yep. And then uh, the Lunarian thing really was great. And then um, in terms of a fight, this is where it's weird. I feel it's going to be a really difficult fight. Like, it's not going to be no cakewalk for either either one of them. But I think I'm going to, I'm going to have to go with, king like extreme extremely difficult i feel like a lot of factors on king's side him being lunarian his speed is ridiculous you know his devil fruit is crazy the fact his devil fruit took out big mom's ship <laughs> just casually yeah but, i mean like you know he definitely has i think in terms of katakuri i'm not gonna say katakuri doesn't get carried by but you know his observation hockey is his big like trump that's card what, i think that's what would like but i feel like queen, I feel queen i feel like king's like that fast where it wouldn't be Katakuri's observation wouldn't be that crazy of an advantage. Like, I feel like it would be a very like back and forth even fight, but King's durability and speed is going to win out for him at the end. Um, I have a question. Uh, yep. in, in reference to King. So, you're right. I feel like uh, at at that point, Katakuri's um, observation hockey doesn't really become a factor because I feel like all the elite, you know, and strongest guys around would probably be able to handle that. Mm -hmm. um, my question is, um, well, this is all hypothetical, right? You know, hypothetical. But if Katakuri and and King were to fight, right? I'm assuming it'd be a high diff fight. Uh, I don't think King's gonna dog walk Katakuri or anything. But uh, you, you guys don't think um, the Conqueror's hockey would become a factor now that you know we know you can code attacks in it. Oof, I totally forgot about that. I keep forgetting, like, it wasn't, yeah, King doesn't have it. Like, it wasn't even, like, said or mentioned, right? Like, so. That's yeah. So that was going to be my point. As a preference, I think King is a better first commander. But in the 1v1, we do know that Katakuri does have conquerors. And I feel like, again, same thing as Luffy. The more he uses it, the more he refines it. And once he starts adding it onto it, uh, I think Katakuri is just going to... Katakuri will come out on top, but it's definitely again like like they mentioned, it's not going to be an easy feat for either or. It's going to be definitely going to be high di high difficulty. I'm gonna get, same King for who's the better right hand man, but Katakuri for sure is taking that. It'll be a difficult fight to watch though. Yeah, I think when when it comes to um being a better right hand man, I don't I don't think it's even a competition. Um, King was just really trying to get shit done. He was trying to kill motherfuckers while Katakuri yeah. was uh, training Luffy <laughs> to, <laughs> to eventually beat his own mom. So, yeah, um... the fact that he took Luffy, he's like, yo, you're going to come back and get her. It's like, who talks? Like, you're going to tell a person, yo, you're going to come back and beat my, my captain? That is crazy. Not even his captain, his mom. Like, hey, yes, yo, you going to come give my mom to work? <laughs> Katakuri, a wild boy. Um, well, you know, um, I want to shift over to Kaido a bit, right? Because I feel like the biggest issue people had was the ending of Wano was Kaido's backstory. 
I know. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm crazy because I did not care. Like to me, Kaido never needed a backstory. Kaido was raw for like what we saw. You know, it's not like him not having a a shallow, a, a not deep backstory. It it doesn't change Kaido's character to me in any, or the way I see him at all. Uh, honestly. I like him a little bit more because that just means that Kaido's just fucking crazy like that. <laughs> you know? like he had nothing really traumatic happen to him. He had no real good reason to be as crazy as he is. I don't know. I like that. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it. So I don't know with that... see it. I'll go for it. Go for it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so like in terms of in depth of the backstory, you know, I kind of yeah, yeah, like you were saying, I feel like some characters, you know, I feel like they really don't need an extensive backstory. And I mean, to be fair, on Kaido's part, I always, we, we could kind of attribute a little bit of uh, Odin backstory as tribute to Kaido's, you know, because there were moments where we saw Kaido there, you know, doing what he was doing. You know, that's like, I mean, I feel like the anime, you know, the way Toei's been moving, I feel like they're going to add, add some stuff, maybe. Yeah, probably. You know, like. Just, like, not saying, like, nothing crazy, but, like, some scenes here or there just to really, like, depict what his backstory was like. And, you know, I feel like in terms of the Rocks connection, that's not done yet. So, you know, we're definitely going to get callbacks to that. You know, like, I mean, yeah, like, I just love how <laughs> the jokes were going around. If y'all saw it being like, hey, I was a small menace. Now I'm a medium-sized menace. Now I'm a big menace. <laughs> <That was> just, <laughs> I'll, I'll admit that was funny. But, you would purposely like, so this- get a... Uh- he purposely get captured so they can eat. That was pretty so, funny. yeah, yeah. And then they like his people. Like was it like his people sold him off to him? He was just like what? Like, I feel, yeah, like I I feel like it didn't need to be like this length of like it was with um what's called with a uh, big mom because I mean to be fair when it comes to Yonko backstories we really didn't get like we got some white beard but wasn't like nothing in depth. I mean we saw. His relationships, Lily, but was like, like I feel like out of all the uncles, Big Mom had like the only real backstory, like him, her as a child and what she was doing. But yeah, and mm-hmm. to be honest, I feel like Koda was like double dipping with Big Mom. He took advantage of giving us kind of um information on Elbaf through Big Mom. Yeah, yeah. Because. Well, I don't want to get ahead of it, you know, because we're going to talk about it later. But the fact that we're at Egghead instead of Elbaf, like El most Baff. of the fandom expected. Uh, and the whole fact that, you know, we're in the final saga. Oda, Oda's kind of starting to <coughs> rush through things. I'm mm-hmm. starting to think Elbaf isn't going to be as long as we all thought it was. It's going to be like a shorter I, 20 chapter arc, probably. I definitely think... um. I mean, going deaf more, but I feel like Egghead's gonna be the little. It's gonna be more informational, like how Zoe was. Yeah, definitely. Mm, okay. 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 Maybe Frankie's time to shine. The year of That's Frankie. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> the year of Frankie, for sure. I. I Do you like... guys think Vegapunk's actually a girl? No, nah. no. On the on the design, on the design, it said two on it. That definitely yeah. doesn't. Like... 
I don't know why it's giving me like Orochimaru vibes, like switching bodies to a younger or preserving uh, your brain. Yeah, yeah. I think it's bodies. Like, I definitely think it's like a proxy, either a proxy or kind of funny if, if uh, Vegapunk got a daughter who's just be walking around going, I'm Vegapunk, but technically you are, but you're not Vegapunk, if that you're makes not sense. Like, Vegapunk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, saw a bunch uh, of, I saw a bunch of people saying, nah, I'm not going to believe it. This is just Yamato 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, it was, it was interesting when she mentioned saying that she isn't, uh, she wasn't trying to save them. So, oh yeah, she's like, you maybe she gonna be like, I a little, a little like, who are y'all? Like, I work for the government. I don't care about y'all. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a little crazy that she just picked up the straw hats without knowing who the fuck the straw hats are Mm-mm. at this point. So either she's really, really bold or. She don't go out much. <laughs> I don't know who the hell she just picked up. Like nah, in a, in a government island, she she's bound to get the the birds, the newspaper for sure. Yeah. In that case, I mean, she's pretty fucking bold to be picking up the wings of the pirate king so casually. <laughs> his his commanders. By the way, wait, I gotta know, yo, I really. You know how, like, we were all speculating, like, who Luffy's commanders are? I Like, honestly, the fact that Odin made, like, all nine of them his commanders, it's kind of dope. I, fu- I fuck with it. I like that a lot. Yeah. Like, Captain Three. Because, I mean, don't Blackbeard got his his group. They were, they were technically his commanders. So, like. Titanics. Bro, yeah. who do you think that tenth, that tenth is? The Caribou? Okiji? <laughs> yeah, could be. I'm. What about what about Rouge? We haven't heard nothing about him. Oh yeah, that's gonna be interesting. That's the man marked by flames. Supernova. You think that's who it is? I think Rouge. so. I think he. I'm pretty sure. Um, marked by flames refers to that tattoo he has on his arm. Mm-hmm. Because like, I don't know who else it would be at this point, unless it's a completely new character. Um, like it's either I think it's either a rouge could be Alkiji because of the burn marks, yeah, or like, like someone completely new that we wouldn't or like that we wouldn't even think about, you know, like. But um, what was y'all's what was y'all thoughts on um, like just so like want to go it's cool to go back just talking about how Wano ended like in like the last few chapters yeah. and all that. So like I think first of all when everyone was talking about the conclusion of the fight with Kaido. I think people kind of really forgot how long this fight was going for, to be honest. <laughs> like, and it's like been how long? I, don't know, like, I feel like it's been well at least over a little over a year. This fight, like once they started fighting Kaido, mm-hmm. so like when you get to that ending, you don't really think like this is a culmination for a long. You're just like, oh, that's how it ended because like you, the fight was going on for so long, you really didn't think it was going to end. So when it, you got realized it was the end, you're like, oh, that was it. Like, and yeah. then. Then like and then you know just how that all that happened. Then of course there was that quick um, you know all the scabbards pop up. Momonosuke came like in his adult form. By the way, it's such a dope design. The more I looked I at it, that. I love that one. Yeah. And then you know just and of course they had that week thing that that week time skip real quick. You know I'm kind of still in, still want to know what happened to Drake because we're we're I'm pretty sure we already know Hawkins pieced out. <laughs> He's that man's in the afterlife now. But um, still, still need to know what happened to um. How do I forget Scratch Apu? Yeah, because Apu was just chilling. 
with with some numbers like and then um yeah you know then of course green green bull pulled up and i still honestly the more i look at me that that was just some i feel like that appearance was just her shanks hype for the film oh just, it was green bull comes in like yada yada and then shanks does a quick congress goes item out and i was just like oh Honestly, I wasn't, too, I, I wasn't too mad about that. I don't know. It's not, fair, yeah. Not a big fan of the Admirals. And then Yama, the Yamato part, which I kind of want to talk about. I wasn't really... I'm I'm really glad we got that brief backstory because if it was just Yamato being like, yeah, I'm going to stay, without any like more detail into that, I would have been annoyed. But I kind of like how it was just like, hey, here's this quick backstory that Yamato like, actually... Like the rest of like what I love the fact that Luffy and them wanted wanted them on the ship. That's what I love. Like the fact that Luffy proclaimed, like, come on, join us. Like that that was dope. But I mean I love how Yamto was like, yeah, nah, I mean, they 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 can't handle their own self. I gotta stay. But I can't tell them that. <laughs> so I hope I hope with Yamato, I feel like it's gonna be like another Jinbei type situation, like in a later arc, they'll pull up That's officially. Exactly what's gonna happen. She'll pull up randomly and be like, "Oh, finally!" I was don't worry, like, Momonosuke got stronger. I'm on my way. She's gonna ride in on the on Momonosuke, and also the fact that Pluton, like Pluton, oh, just chilling, which is one thing. Which is one thing I do love about Luffy. Like you would like a moment like that, like when Robin was like, "You want it? You want it?" And he just goes, "Nah." Nice. <laughs> Probably picking his this, nose or something like. Meh. This man easily has access to two of the ancient weapons. Two of them, bro. World like, government has one, and he has two. He yeah, I'm, con- I'm convinced two. that that blast was Uranus. Because mm-hmm. that was just ridiculous. Well, we can go into talk about that too. Because that that chapter that we can go. But yeah, that was just my thoughts on Yam- the whole Yamato thing, and just you know, because I mean, like that that build up Oda gave us this character design, all the merch, all the things about Yamato. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, being like. Yeah, I'm gonna stay here. I was just like, damn. Also, like, oh man. Also, law won't be in the story for a while. That that Bad. got me. Honestly, law. If exclude Luffy and Zoro, I'm gonna have to go law. Like, he's probably my favorite supernova so far. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, definitely I don't, under- I don't understand people who don't like law. Like, why do you not like know. law? Like, Wait, what is people don't like law. Like- yeah, like, what is there not to like about law? Who slanders law? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I th- I think you Let's know. Let's go find them right now. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's obviously the kid fans. Um, but you know, oh. they're they're kid fans, so you can't... yeah. Kid has fans. Yeah, yeah, kid's cool. <laughs> kid's cool. Huge fan of kid, but he's he's cool. Kid's cool. I just wish Oda gave a little bit more insight, like you said, that was Conqueror's hockey. But I yeah. feel like we're gonna get. We're definitely gonna get that later in like some point in the story. Um, harping back to um to Yamato for a bit. Um, like like I said earlier, I didn't like that Yamato didn't join the crew. Um, I was really really looking forward to it. But I think an issue that Oda has created, maybe not an issue, but it's definitely something that is real is that now every time we're introduced to a female character, everybody <laughs> immediately wants them for, as a straw hat. <laughs> Carrot. And 
Carrot, Yamato. I've seen people talking Carrot, about. Carrot, man. Carrot got dog walked off screen by Innocent Peril Sparrow. He did not. Oh, uh, let's not even get into the off screen fights. <laughs> she had to go nibble her grass. Um, yeah, I mean, Carrot, I've seen people talking about Vegapunk joining, Bonnie joining. <laughs> um, People are talking about Vivi's going to come back, which I would not mind at all. But yeah, I mean, I feel like he's conditioned us to expect a female the last character. one to be a girl yeah i would like some more. i mean i would love another female in the crew just to be with yeah, and, yeah. um how least... op would luffy be if he had yamato another that was cooking? the thing too people were saying were like oh we don't want like if yamato joins they'll be too op and my response is they're a yanko crew Why would you, yeah like, they're yanko they're, 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 they're supposed to be one of the top four crews in the series, they should be pretty strong at this point. <laughs> I mean, if if we're being real, the Straw Hats are already probably one of the strongest crews, even without Yamato. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just saw two of Blackbeard's commanders get handled pretty fucking easily by Boa. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey. Hey, I mean, these Yonko crews, they are really powerful. They are really powerful, but it's not like they're invincible, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, if we're going to use that logic for everyone else's crew, we, we can use it for the Straw Hats, right? I mean, True. it's not like everyone is a Zoro on the, on the Straw Hats, you know? We got Usa, yeah. we got Nami, we got Chopper. Na- Nami, Nami got Zeus now. I you can forget, yo. You know what? We didn't get Yamato, but Zeus official. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he has Zeus official. I mean, Straw Hats walked out of Wano looking real fucking nice, even without Yamato. Beefed up. They're beefed up. Everyone. Zoro walked out with Advanced Conquerors, Conquerors. Hockey, a new sword. Sanji came out with Blue fa- uh, blue Flames, new body. I mean, Robin, fucking Di- uh, devil form. Diablo Floor. Like, bro, Demonio Floor, I mean. A. They're looking nice. Um, the only straw hat L in the entire arc for me is a chopper. Like, oh, this rumble ball. Well, uh, I mean, he's able to extend it now, which is pretty cool. No, um, the fact that he wasn't able to do anything about the smiles. <laughs> him, him, and oh yeah, like, like Not, he wasn't able to turn him back. We had three like top tier doctors on the island all at the same time <sighs> in Law Chopper. And um, Marco. 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 <laughs> Marco's the doctor. I mean, I'm assuming that's what we're coming to Egghead. I'm assuming Chopper and Frankie are both gonna get upgrades since they didn't really mm. upgrade in Wano. Yeah. Um. Wait for Usopp upgrade. It's been a while. Uh, hey, thinking um, about Usopp, mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, because you know how he's super, like, he's a gag, basically. He's a gag character. Like, what if he fought Buggy, and then they're like, oh, God, Usopp, you know, he took out a Yonko by himself. <laughs> it's just fucking Buggy. You know what? That would be kind of <laughs> fire. Like, if that was the gag, I would... Yeah. Uh, 
You know, I can um I can very clearly see at one point in the in the final war, uh Usopp and Buggy are, you know, maybe they're not fighting or facing each other, but they are in the same vicinity. And something crazy happens, like a huge explosion, something gets destroyed. And then everyone, you know, turns around to see what the hell happened and they they find Usopp and and Buggy. Uh-huh. Some giant legend is gonna is gonna start about how oh their cre- their battle changed the landscape. Oh, we have mm-hmm. we have another punk hazard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking something happened and it was it the looked like uh, oh my yeah, gosh, buggy split. versus God Usopp. Go D Usopp. Buggy D clown. I mean, that battle's gonna be legendary. Oh, dude, I. Just, this next war is just going to be insane. The Revolution Army, Straw Hats, Shanks, Government, Blackbeard. Ooh. That's already five different uh, different crews. Yep, and then we saw the Grand, the Grand Fleet in the middle of all that. The Seraphims. The Seraphims. Oh, they're pretty dope. Yeah. The ancient weapons. Uh, yep. It, it is it is going to be a little insane. Uh, you got I mean, Cross, gonna be Cross Guild. Cross Guild's fire. Like, oh, yeah, Cross Guild, yeah. That, that's a fucking dope. Bro, I was I, like, the moment I saw the poster, I was like, oh, yeah, no, Buggy's not in charge of this. Like, there's no way Buggy did this. And then great explanation about what happened. I, I had a great laugh when uh, Buggy was surrounded and said, oh, Crocodile's here, why? Oh shit! I owe money. I owe. I owe money. He's like he's here to collect. And Cro- <laughs> no, you know, Crocodile really became one of my favorites after. Yeah. This, after that chapter, what, like, he really, like one point he nine. He's uh yeah he's one point yeah he's one point nine. Uh, Buggy's three point two, I think. Yeah, he's like a little bit above Straw Hat. And then, um, of course, we you know Goat Mihawk, the man's in his own yeah. lane. So when he, his name, fucking, what is it, uh, Marine Hunter? I was like, that's so badass. Mm-hmm. So badass, Marine the Hunter. The Marines really got so sick and tired of being afraid of him, they offered him a max contract. To make yep. <laughs> max contract. <laughs> Yo, bro, relax. Relax. We'll leave All you right. like, do, like, Random things for us when we ask, and he's just like, "All right, whatever." Yeah, you know he's cold when they had to put him on his payroll. Mm-hmm. And then they got, of course, they got Mister One's back in the mix. One of the most loyal right hand men too. He stuck with Crocker. Oh, yeah, yeah. He st- stuck with him to the end. And then Buggy's crew, I love Buggy's crew. Like, what do we do now? I guess we work for Crocodile. They just left, abandoned him. Alvita's back. I need, I need, I need a full body Alvita shot. Oda, come on. We need a full body shot. I mean, want to see fair, something. To be fair, they, they think the first time they abandoned Buggy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't Imperial Down. <laughs> they didn't they even said, try, oh, man. <laughs> they said, "Oh, it's above us. <laughs> what can we do?" Yeah, oh, man. But you know, um, I love to see how that. So, all right. Um, I want to go in. Uh, sort of chronological order um everything that happened uh at the end of wano right and then we'll go into all the way up to the vegapunk reveal supposed reveal um mm-hmm. 
All right. So I feel like enough time has passed to give a non-biased opinion on Gear 5 and Luffy's Awakening. Um, when it was first revealed, I'm not going to lie, um, the community was split. Um, not necessarily, you know, the powers of Gear 5, but what his fruit represents. Freedom. Um, the destiny part, right? That the fruit has a will of its own. That the fruit chose Luffy, right? Um, you know, leading up to, to us recording today, I went through and watched a lot of like videos and uh, reviews and things of um, uh, the Gear 5th reveal. And I came across this um this Spanish YouTuber, right? Um, they pretty much do, uh, do what we're doing right now. You know, they get on a Discord call. I think like twelve of them. It's fucking crazy. Like you can hardly understand underhand understand what the hell's going on because there's like five people yelling over each other. They're all talking. Um, they hated it, like <laughs> with a passion. It was insane to me. Like they hated Gear Five. Yeah, like they hate they hated oh, that wow. chapter. Like they were talk they with their chest were saying that that was the worst chapter of One Piece ever. Ripping. Be- because um, they were saying that this whole time this hasn't been Luffy's will, that this has been uh, the Fruits' will, that this is all destiny, and that Luffy is the chosen one. And, you know, the whole Luffy is free is a bunch of bullshit. Um, I thought they were talking kind of crazy, to be completely honest. Uh, they were um, making very huge They're assumptions. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I find it really interesting how, like, different communities react in different ways. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all part of the One Piece community, right? But... It just makes me wonder, like, hmm, I wonder how, like, French One Piece fans felt about this, right? Uh, they were, like, Spanish, like, from Spain. Um, mm-hmm. So that got me thinking. I was like, oh, shit, right? So I, I started going through more Spanish One Piece reviewers, Spanish One Piece fans, uh, particularly from Spain, like, not from another Spanish-speaking country. And it was almost all the same i was like really really shocked um do you think uh, do you think it's because i I don't want to say we're meatheads but (laughs) when when we get a chapter like that as monumental as as it was um do you do you feel like we as as you said earlier reach a little too much like like how with this Vegapunk reveal, people were already going into like, oh, transferring, transferring bodies. Oh, that's a grandma. Like people like, and just like, just like that, those Spanish, um, uh, One Piece fans, they're like convinced that their headcanon is true. Even, even if it's like, like a negative, like a detriment to their enjoyment of the series. Um, 
do you guys think like that's a serious problem in like the English side? I I don't know how how like how in depth you guys are with like how you know like fans react. Like I don't know if you guys like going to see how how people react to things. Because me personally, I'm always um, not just because of the podcast, but you know because I'm such a huge fan of One Piece. Immediately after I read the chapter, the first thing I do is I go to Twitter and I click on the hashtag. Definitely. I always love, I have to, I have I, to like hashtag and see what people say. And then exactly. And then I, the next day I hop on YouTube and I go see what everyone's fucking talking about, what they think. Um, do you guys, do you guys feel like we need to stop jumping the gun so much? Because... That's what uh, Brian, my co-host, tells me, especially particularly to One Piece. Like he tells me that um, I care too much. <laughs> um, no, we're just deeply embedded into the story, and every time that we think something is gonna happen, Oda's like, "Nope, let's go in this direction." And you're like, "Fuck, I would have never thought that," but it's still a good idea. But I think people are just trying to be on Oda's level of thinking, you know. Mm. But they always miss. They always miss. Okay. That's all it that's, is. Yeah, I definitely think, like, the amount of times I've told myself after every chapter, I'm like, yo, I'm so glad us as the readers aren't the ones writing a story. Because I've seen some people's yeah. head and his theories. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, we all talk about it. <laughs> like, it definitely is just like, because at this point, when people, it's like, series gone on so long, you know, people just want to feel like they're, like, you know, oh, Oda's listening to us. And so, like, we have this theory, and, like, if this happens, but, I mean, you know, just it depends on the person. Like me, I just always it's not, every time like it's something and a chapter ends, I'm gonna I'm automatically theorize. And you know, like in terms of the Gear Five thing, like I I, lo- I loved it. You know, for what it represented and everything. You, you know, me I've been uh dedicated the series since I was like ten years old. So that's like home. Yeah, it's like about to be sixteen years of me watching the series. So now just like yeah. And like just the like, I mean, me like the fact when I found out Luffy's fruit wasn't even the fruit we were literally told about for sixteen mm-hmm. years. Like, be like, yeah, he ain't a paramecia. I Man's a mythical zone. It's like, where? Like, Oda, like, come on, bro, you did that to me. I respect you, bro. Like, I, no author would like. I'm not saying any author would give a twist like like that, but wouldn't give a twist. But like, it's just stuff like that makes you really appreciate the series. Like, you can't really set in stone in stone stuff because Oda might literally. You might say, oh, it's going to be, I'm going to be here. But Oda's like, nah, I'm actually all the way over there, buddy. Like, you you missed the mark so far. Hmm. Um, at, at what point do you guys think, um, you know, theorizing, um, not, not being obsessive, but being so invested in the show, do you guys ever think it comes to like a detriment of your enjoyment of the series? I try not to I try not to create my own theories because if I do then in my head it's going to be my ideas are better than anything, you know? So it's <laughs> like if I start creating theories and then it doesn't go that way then I'll not enjoy it as much as I could have. Mm-hmm. So especially especially now we're coming to the final saga. Really yeah. Like People's theories are really going to ruin like the story that people like no matter how this series ends people are going to sit back going well i didn't think that was going to be the ending so i don't like the ending it's going i would say it's kind of i don't want to 
put it, put the name on. I feel like it would. I don't want this series to get hit with the Attack on Titan treatment, like how that series ended. Ooh, yeah. Because that that was that I've never I mean, seen such a divided when shit ended. And it's always good to have your own theories. Again, it's just when you're Get when you're a invested. reader, exactly. Like when you're a reader, you're enjoying it and enjoy it for what it is. You know, if you don't get what you want, mm-hmm. go go ahead and start your own twenty year series. Like, do what you got to do. But like, <laughs> yeah. you know, Oda's been doing this for I think plus twenty five years already. Like, just trust the process because at the end of the day, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll all connect. Yeah. It's all gonna work out. Trust the yeah, process. Like, Everything will about come together. I was thinking about, like, for example, Yamato. Like, for months, I was just like, yo, Yamato's getting on the ship. It's official. Yada, yada. Then when, when they didn't, you know, I was sad for, like, in, for like a day. And then I was like, you know what? Oh, all right. You know, it wasn't my decision. Oda's, Oda's call. You know, he's, I trust whatever direction he's putting the story with. Like, I'm not going to be mad. Because that's, that's, that's stupid to be mad for, like, a whole rest of the series going off. This one person isn't in this panel. I don't like Oda. <laughs> like... I'm gonna be honest though. I was like that one percent that didn't believe Yamato was gonna join. Oh, it just, yeah, I I thought like again, it's cool if she joins, but in the back of my head, I'm like, you know what? I don't see it working out. And then when they announced and when she said like, oh, I'm not gonna be joining after all, I'm like, ah, you know what? It's not a big loss. You know, at the end of the day, we still got our well. Now it's a the monster for tuplets, you know, fucking Jinbei, Sanji, yeah, Zoro, Yuffie. You know I'm saying, like, yeah, you know, she was supposed to be the Odin of, of like, Whitebeard with taking notes and writing it down. But ultimately, like, she wasn't really going to contribute anything much to the crew. So, my... so like, again, it's, like, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a big loss, you know? It's a loss because she's obviously a, a A1 character. I think she's... She was one of the top three characters in Wano, to me. Oh, that's top five, top five. But yeah, like, ultimately, it's not a loss for the Straw Hats. And like you all mentioned, it does sound to me like she will be joining up later on. At some point, she will. Definitely. Uh-huh. All right. Then, on the opposite side of that spectrum, when it, when it comes to, you know, headcanon and fan theories... Have there been times where you guys got it right, and instead of having that negative feeling, you get that euphoria? Like, is there any any long time theory you you had in your head that came true? No, I haven't had anything like that yet. Martin Blaise. I mean, I had I had theorized that. What was it? That, um, there was, oh, actually, no, it's still up, for, it's still up. I'm not sure what's going to happen with it, but I have a theory that the time, time fruit that belonged to, uh, Momo's mom is going to reappear just because I think it's going to be interesting have, having that power come back with the, with the whole 800 years in the future or in the past, the voice yeah. entry. I just, I really hope we get to see like the connection there. Mm, nice. Yeah, I never really had, I really had no, like, crazy, like, like, I have this one that, it's, like, so far deep, but, like, I don't even know, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens, if it did, but, like, I had this one thing saying that, like, honestly, I feel like Eam is not, is gonna be Dragon's Fight. 
Yeah, I can see that. I was just thinking, yeah, so that's like my thing. Like every other theory, you know, I'll like read on Twitter. I'm like, that seems like a good idea, but I'm not going to put all my eggs in the basket. Like in terms of with Dragon and Aim, you know, I feel like, you know, the world government is Dragon's direct opposition. Like it's them he wants. And like, it'll be, and in terms of like Luffy, again, all this stuff with the world government is happening. Luffy don't even, even care to know. You know, he's just like, in his own world so you know in terms of him going up against Eam, like he's gonna i'm not saying he's gonna be like completely ignore him you know i feel like he's definitely gonna play a part but i don't think like it's gonna be his like one-on-one considering luffy already got so many end of series villains <laughs> like, yeah kind of you know, and blackbeard i knew blackbeard he don't even know him exists but you know dragon as we know he already contacts salvo saying stuff to him so it's like it's gonna be so that's like my thing, you know. If it doesn't happen, I'm not again. It won't ruin this series for me. But that's just like my one thing. All right. Um, All right. Me- I'm getting to that time. I gotta take off. I'm sorry. Hey, no problem, bro. Thank you for shooting. Oh, yeah, thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem, man. Have a great uh, rest of your night, gentlemen. Have a good you one, too, bro. Bye. Bye. Great speaking with you. Um, for me, um, I haven't had any, any like big theories come, come true. Um, just smaller ones, like off the top of my head, like Chiffon being, um, Big Mom's daughter. Like, you mean, uh, 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 yeah, Chiffon's Beige's girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lola being a Big Mom's daughter. Um, you know, it's nothing crazy, you know, nothing game changing, but, uh, just small things like that, that honestly, like, it, it makes me feel fucking amazing when I get anything in One Piece correct, because Oda's mind works in incredible ways, <laughs> you know, um, half the shit Oda comes up with, I I can't even fathom like where he got it from, how he comes up with the things he does. Um, Kate, you know, case in point, uh, Gear Five. I would have never expected Lu- uh, Luffy to turn into a fucking uh, Looney Tunes, but yeah, like everybody thought it was just gonna be, oh, he's just gonna be like fully clad in hockey, like this Super Saiyan looking thing, like. But not nah, man. It was just <laughs> like you said, he was a Looney Tune character. Um, let, let's um let's talk about the Seraphims. Do you so, guys so, 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 so do you guys think there is a Seraphim for every former warlord? I feel like there's going to yeah. be a seraphim for anyone that was affiliated with the government. Uh, I'm pretty sure, obviously, they didn't go into details, but when you become a warlord, they have to, like, write down your information. And I feel like during that process of, of like, a, making them official government, like, war dogs, they, they must have, like, gotten their DNA, like, little bits of it, in order to make these seraphims. Hey, yo, Mihawk, let me get a little bit of your hair. Exactly. Why? Why? Don't like, worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just give me a little bit of your hair. Isn't gonna be a trip when you see a seraphim of of, of law? Yeah, because if 
from what you just said, Martin, like, wouldn't that be fucking crazy? We see a little Akainu seraphim walking around. A little Kiji, a little Kizaru. I don't know about an actual model from them because, of course, they're they're there. They work for government, you know. Of course, the seraphim were, were created to be the replacements for the warlord. So I'm like, we'll see. Like, yeah. I will definitely get more details in this arc about them. I don't think we're gonna see admirals or any navy officers as seraphims. No, maybe they just did this sort of experimentation on the warlords or any pirate affiliated with the government. Just because, again, um, I don't think Akainu was a big fan of the warlords to begin with. So since his thing is being justice and his own justice, hmm. so maybe not an, a seraphim of Akainu, but definitely like the the ones that have been indicated to have been warlords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a thought of yeah. No, I just thought about just the. Can't wait to see when we first get introduced, like little black Trafalgar Law, little black Dofi, little black Buggy, because I know it's there. <laughs> There's definitely a little black Buggy. <laughs> Just chilling. God, I hope it runs into the shanks. I hope we see black little black Dofi go break out big Dofi. But Dofi, um, my, ooh, that, oh yeah, going back, that was another theory I currently have right now. Dofi's going to be part of Cross Guild. They're going to find a way to get him out. Because it, it kind of kind of loop back to when Dofi was like, hey, Croc, let's work together. And Croc's like, I wouldn't do that. Actually, it kind of makes sense. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, my, my bad, my bad, my bad for cutting you off, Martin. Yeah. Um, I actually think Impel, Impel, um, Impel Down is going to, like, go to shit. I think everyone's going to break out. Like, when the final war finally happens, the government's going to lose control of Impel Down. Everyone's gonna escape. Personally, that's what I think. Um, be, be nuts. I I really doubt we're gonna go the rest of the series without, without ever seeing Bon Clay again. I <laughs> heavily doubt it. So I feel like there's gonna be another mass breakout. Except this time, it's gonna be everybody, and that's when we're gonna get Dothi out, causing his fucking his mischief. I mean, just personally, it makes sense for, like, the hawk, the crocodile, and the flamingo to be working together. Just animal-based warlords. Um, oh, along with the crocodile? Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, it just makes sense. But I honestly just want him to come back, just for him to... Uh, I want to see his reaction to Kaido being taken down. You know, I feel like he was someone that doubted that Law and Luffy would be able to take him down. Oh, he's punching there. The moment he got that oh, newspaper, sure. he's punching there. Yeah, because like, I know he really loves finding out how chaotic the world is. But I definitely... That's something that I feel like Oda should have done within the, the last or the last couple of chapters, the little intermission to show how the world is reacting. Yeah. That reacting from everybody in the newspaper, because I think we the last time we had gotten that, it was... When Luffy got named Emperor. I was, I was thinking Marriage of Wall, when, when they were reacting to what had... Oh, they had announced something had happened at the... Oh, at the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when the Warlords got abolished, I think that was the last time we saw. <laughs> yeah, Dofi was a... Yeah, he had that laugh, like, yo, dog, like, shit's, shit's in the fan right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think I truly just want to see... I mean, again, Doflamingo's, like, one of my favorite antagonists. Uh, him and Kaido just go hand in hand to me, mm-hmm. but I definitely would like to see everyone get like 
release from Impel Down and just see, like, throw the world into, like, chaos. Um, I know, I know this is a little off topic, right? And I completely agree with you, Martin. I, I feel like the final war has to be chaos, right? But can we talk about the chaos going on in Oda's mind? Because I'm, I'm, I'm looking through this week's chapter again. And the man had the lotion with him as he wrote the chapter. Can we agree? Obviously, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I, I know we're talking about something completely serious, and I'm over here staring at Bonnie's back. Um, <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. Dog can step on me. Oof. I'd Dog. bark. I'd bark. <laughs> hey, what'd you say? <laughs> I'd bark. Hey, man. If you ask me to bark, I'm barking all night. I might be right there with you, brother. <laughs> and she's a vice admiral, too. Woof. Hey, man, she's wearing that dog collar for a reason. That's all I'm saying. And she tatted, too. I'm sorry. Nah, Oda, Oda knows, my, knows my cup of tea. Give me black hair, short hair, and a tats. Woof. And there's Tashigi, whatever. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. Look, Tashigi. Uh, I, I like Tashigi too, but all the other characters and all the other female characters in this chapter made her look like mid. I'm sorry. I did, I did, I did like, I did like the um introduction to more sword people. Like, it's good. I like to know how in depth sword is because we only knew Kobe and Drake. So I was like, oh, is it so secret? I'm like, oh, we got like five other new members now. It's like that's dope. You know what? That's a perfect transition. Prince Bruce is dripping. I'm sorry, any any dog can rock a coat. It's chilling. Oh yeah, I kind of hate that Luffy's not didn't keep the coat. Yeah, my coat for the last fight was solid ten out of ten. Yeah, man, Luffy should have kept that fucking coat. I mean, I'm pretty sure if, if like they were to fight again, he's putting it on, you know. But you know, for for it's only for like a battle situation. Mm, I feel you, I feel you. This man really looked in the mirror real quick and just, like, told his crew, yo, check the drip real quick. What we got here? Coat or no coat? <laughs> <laughs> even Law, even Law was like, hold on, coat or no coat? Like, what we doing? <laughs> no, that's right, Law changed his coat. That's right, Law always had the coat, but he changed it for this one. Now, just to backtrack a little bit, just because I, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how Wano ended. Uh-huh, go for it. My question is, what what did you guys want to see po post the big fight? Like, personally, I wanted to see Zoro go to Ryuma's grave. Oh, my God. Just to, just to get that little, like, um, putting the sword away and the, returning the sword and be like, okay, you know, like, it got me this far, but I'm going to be rocking with Enma now. And I also, I definitely did want to see the whole Chopper Law trying to figure out the smile thing if it, if anything was possible at least no i mean <laughs> exactly the same you mm -hmm. um i remember when um when we got the final chapter of wano um for that week's episode i i was talking about you know like what the hell like how did we not see that like, like that's a whole reason 
Zoro gave up his sword. Like, he, he, he wanted to visit the grave, you know? And how are you not going to show, yeah. show us that? Like, I feel like that's something that was pretty important. Yeah, I feel like Zoro, Zoro himself going to the land of samurai, not really having... I mean, like, you know, he had his moment fighting King, but, like, yeah, wish he at least, like, had a moment like that just to acknowledge that he's in Wano, really. And, like... But who knows? Like I said, I'll trust in Oda. Like I said, we're not the ones writing the story. I'm kind of glad we're not writing the story because I couldn't do this. <laughs> yeah, another thing... We never got an explanation of why the Grim Ripper, Grim Ripper appeared in front of Zoro. That's, that was a big cliffhanger that I really wanted to address. That's going to come back. I feel like yeah. definitely going to come back. I feel like that's going to come back. I feel like too. next time Zoro fights using Emma, it's going to happen again. And it's going to be like... I feel like... I feel like um, we're going to meet another legend. I don't know if that legend will be Vegapunk. But I feel like we're going to meet another prominent figure in the story that's going to give the Straw Hats more clarification on things like that. You know, more clarification on advanced conquerors, on fucking the Grim Reaper, on awakenings, things like that. Um, I feel like the Vegapunk, Vegapunk would be an ideal character to finally bring the Straw Hats up to speed. With shit that us, the readers, know that they don't. Um, because what I think my biggest issue post Wano is the lack of information that the Straw Hats have. Because the first thing I wanted after the Zoro Ryuma and the and Chopper healing the Smile Fruit users, um, I wanted the Straw Hats to find out about everything that's going on outside. Like, I, I seriously wanted uh, Luffy to find out about Sabo, about Vivi, about Cross Guild, about everything going on in the outside world. And Oda, you know, being classic Oda, he's like, ah, I'm just going to give you a little bit, but Ram is not going to tell Luffy everything. I feel like Vegapunk is going to be the one. Like I said, it's very informational. Vegapunk definitely is going to be part of the world government. He's going to be like... He's definitely going to let him know what's happening. And like, to an extent. Or he, she, they, whichever. Whenever we get the veal. Reveal after this break. <laughs> Although I, I do appreciate um Zoro finally... Uh, Zoro fucking Oda finally like... um Acknowledging it. Or like, addressing it. Because... You know, like the whole oh, you know, Robin hung out with Sabo for two years and never told Luffy about it. I feel like this is Oda's way of saying like, hey, you know how you guys are always wondering why the Straw Hats don't talk and tell each other shit? It's because Luffy doesn't give a fuck, and that's why. That's why Robin never told yeah. Luffy about Sabo because Luffy doesn't care. He doesn't want to know. Hey Zoro, how'd you lose your eye? Ah, it doesn't matter. I swear, man, that's the one thing I'm just like, Oda, bro, you, you ain't gonna like, like, no, not one person made a comment. Like, not even, like, Sergeant, crazy. Sergeant during the roast sessions, not once called him one-eyed freak, like. Not just that, like, he's never once fucking threatened him to cut out his other eye, like. <laughs> man, I don't know, I'm, I feel like the Straw Hats need to sit down pass a blunt around and just 
you know, tell each other all the shit. I they mean, know. every time they have a moment, the story separates them. So, I mean, shit, bro, it hasn't even been one chapter and they're already split up at the New Island. Right. You know, that, that's the formula and it works. You know, I know I get like a lot of people, you know, and I was about to say with this, like, because Wano happened, has been happened for four years. My, I really have not processed that we're in a new arc. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of like, I'm sitting here going, oh shit, we're in a new arc. Like, we're in a whole new island. I don't even know what to call this arc because <laughs> like, I'm so used to just Wano. Ah, you're right. I mean, I haven't even come to terms that it's a final saga. Like, I, and which is crazy because after every fucking chapter, we're getting like, like end game material. I, I, it still hasn't hit me. Like, yeah, we're getting so many like reveals. To, like, even though like pr- the previous chapter, no, no, two chapters ago, ten fifty nine. I'm still like, like out of all the reveals, honestly, man, the one that still got me, got me, was like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Was um Shaki being a former private empress? I was like, yo, Oda, you just you give that to me now. I respect yeah, you for that. that. That was a random. That was like one of the things he just said. Oh yeah, like by the way, boom. And I'm like, ah, that explains why I really knew knew where uh, Pirate, Pirate Island was, Pirate Empress Island was. <laughs> really got the sawhorse. And but also like last chapter with 1060, like this man, like Oda does this thing where it's like he gives you a chapter, but then you like I keep forgetting that this man really gave us a. Like, the world government got a Death Star type shit. Oh, yeah. Let me get The fact that Eve can just erase an island from existence, then we're just like, all right, next chapter, all right, what is the story has to do? Oh, they're fighting a metal shark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me get your guys' thoughts on that. Um, I think the three of us agree that it's Pluton, right? Um, Not Pluton. Oh, Uranus. Yeah, Uranus, 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 Uranus. I personally think it's a UFO. Um, what do you guys think it is? Like, like, if it is an ancient would, weapon, what do you guys think it actually is? Like, what does it look like? I would hate that that if they were to say it's a UFO, because <laughs> it sounds it sounds to me they're trying to take the Naruto route with the Osuki. Like, nah, bro. Like, let's stick to pirates and marines. You know, on world issues or problems. But you know, it's not far out. Just because again, we have the people that live on the moon. You know, that cover story with Anel, it's still canon. And, you know, I've, I've been looking back at them. It does show, like, dark-skinned individuals with wings. As well as this ship-looking-like thing that could be Uranus. Again, it, it refers back to the Lunarians, maybe the Seraphins. But it definitely is something that's a possibility. I just would hate it to be like, oh, Emu's a alien. You know, the whole Tsuki thing is just... I just personally dislike how the Naruto franchise with Boruto, how they're doing about it. But if it is that, I'm just going to trust the process. You know, Oda, you know what you're doing. Mm. What about, yeah, I was just thinking, what about that giant straw hat that Eam was just chilling with? And then, like, remember Eam had the wanted posters, like, had this all that stuff, and then he just goes up to that straw hat. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't. It's definitely not that, but that was one of my my first 
thoughts, like being on Twitter, just reading people's thoughts. I was like, huh, we really have not got any explanation with that giant straw hat. That would be kind of wild if that's what Uranus was. But just also, a giant thought straw of just hat blowing up islands? Yeah, like, that would be kind of nuts. That's why I'm not thinking it. But I'll be like, Does that be great. like a nope situation? A what situation? Like the movie Nope. I still haven't seen it, but probably wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's, like it's a flying saucer in the air that like eats people. But in this case, it would be the giant hat eating islands. Um, yeah. the, the reason I I say um I think it's a UFO is because I legitimately do think the straw hats are eventually gonna go to the moon. Uh, I think I think that's what Luffy's dream is. I think Luffy's dream is to have a have a party on the moon. Um, I know it's a reach. I it, I feel like I know it's a reach. Like it's a reach. Um, there's not much evidence for to support to support that. But I'm going based off the fact that I feel like the moon is a little too important. Um. I feel like there's got to be a reason why you know the minks transform on a full moon. I think there's got to be a reason why, um, you know, like Lunarians and the Skypean people. I, I, I feel like it's almost. I shouldn't say confirmed, but I feel like it's. There's a lot of evidence that points to them having them originally come from the moon. Especially based off of the hieroglyphics that Enel saw when he was on the moon. Um, the fact that we know it's canon that there are space pirates, <laughs> like yeah. like there are aliens, like that's a legitimate thing. Um, and the fact that on uh, Luffy's dream is something like really ridiculous that nobody nobody thinks um, can be. Done. They think it's impossible. And, right? and it's Roger's dream too. Didn't Roger have the same dream? Yeah, Roger has the same dream, and they all call it a child's dream. I, I yeah. feel like a child would want to go to the moon. And I, like I, I'm, I just, like I'm looking at the. Um, sorry to interrupt. Uh-huh, um, I was looking. Yeah, like I'm right now. I'm looking at the panel of all the straw hats reactions, and everyone's just like, "Wait, what?" Like, yeah, everyone's like, "Wait, dog, what?" Like Brooks laughing. But Brooks are talking skeletons or anything. And Sanji's like, yo, check this man's head and everything. Like So Yeah, because I mean like Jim Bay Jim Bay's like, dang, yo, I didn't even know what I was getting myself into, but hey, you're my captain. Like <laughs> Um, I feel like there's gotta be a reason why we got that shot of the the first like silhouette we get of Luffy in, in Gear Fifth is him jumping through the air with the full moon in the back. Oh shit! I didn't think about that. Like, I feel like, um, because there's there's a there's a theory going on that uh Skypea is like a microcosm of the entire story. I don't know if you guys have seen that theory or heard of it. But like, I've heard, I've heard, yeah. but like Skypea, like all the events of Skypea are, I'm a. It's a, it's direct, it's like the entire story. Like, you, if you were to get the entire story of One Piece, it would be like Skypea. It would be exactly the same, right? Like, from the beginning to the end. So, I feel like one of the final shots of, of like, the final war will be Luffy's silhouette on the moon. Like, the same way we got Luffy's silhouette on the clouds. 
I feel like we're gonna get that silhouette on the moon of Luffy, and like the whole world is gonna see it during the final war. I know it's like a crazy reach, crazy, crazy reach. Um, but I don't know. I guess like that's um, that's what I would like. Wait, so just, mm-hmm. just to reiterate, so you're thinking that the dream is to go to the moon and just party there? Um, yeah, like to have a party on the moon. Like, I guess like. I don't know if the final fight will be on the moon or whatever it is, but I I feel like the Straw Hats will go to the moon, and or Luffy's dream is to go to the moon. I don't know if it's to have a party, but I definitely feel like he wants to go to the moon. It's very interesting that he said that this is a dream that he can only achieve when he becomes the Pirate King. Like it's not like like he needs like he's saying like being a Pirate King is the first big step to achieving his dream. Which is, which by the way, the fact that it's been one of the drivers why I love this series too. The fact that his like his goal is to become Pirate King. That's not his end all dream. Like that's the crazy. Like we don't know what his end goal is. And that's fucking insane. You know, it's crazy. Some people are saying that that this hidden dream of Luffy is coming out of nowhere. I'm like, are, are, yeah. We'll start reading the series. That's that's what I'm saying. I was like, have y'all like not been reading properly? Like, what's going on? They <laughs> said it back in his in his backstory. Like, I'm a, and they just skipped that. Like, yeah, like literally since like the ASO flashback. <laughs> like, this ain't new. Like, and then Roger like, says something wild too. Had Whitebeard looking at him, going like, "Wait, what?" Like, yeah, man. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Um, Martin, I got a question for you. What's up? Um, out of out of everything that we're we might get from Vegapunk, uh, what's the thing you what's the piece of information you want him to tell Straw Hats most? Like, cause I mean, I'm assuming Vegapunk has to be one of, if not the most knowledgeable person in the One Piece verse. Is there a, a like a piece of information you wish Vegapunk would tell him? Like, I don't know if it's like. Like the origin of devil fruits or something like that. Like, is there anything in particular you would want to find out from Vegapunk? Because I mean, it's not just the Straw Hats that you're gonna find out. It's us as well. Yeah. So when it comes to this arc, again, um, I definitely do think Frankie, Frankie and Chopper are gonna be benefiting the most from this, given that again, Vegapunk is the one associated with creating these, I don't, not creating these seraphins, you know, with medical knowledge, etc. But yeah, Devil Fruits is something that I think is going to be a major thing, especially now that everyone knows that Luffy, Devil Fruit is Nika. Like, it's something that maybe Vegapunk might be also trying to investigate as well, because I think going back, the Navy really wanted this fruit. You know, maybe Vegapunk was the one that said, like, this is the fruit that we need. And now that everyone knows that this is... That's Luffy's true form when he's truly free. You know, um, he's going to say, like, okay, like, we need to talk because that fruit you have is important. I think the Vegapunk is going to try to, like, capture them, you know, try to... It's ultimately going to fail because, again, they're not pushovers anymore. Like, they're crew. And essentially, Robin's also going to benefit from this because she's an archaeologist. But we're going to get information regarding the Devil Fruit origins, why this Devil Fruit was the one sought out the most, and potentially even, again, going back to what happened in the ancient, the ancient 800 years ago. Mm, what century? Like, it's going to come. Because, again, 
everyone knew what had happened, and you know they never specified how they found out. It could go back to them encountering Vegapunk, encountering someone of his caliber. And why is it that the world works this way? Mm-hmm. Hello? You still there? Y'all are the left of my end. I don't know if... Yeah, yeah, my bad. I think that was on my end. I think that was my internet. My bad, guys. Um. Uh, go on, Martin. Or are you are you done? I'm sorry, it's because the the audio cut off. Oh, where did it cut off on? Or what was the thing you heard? Ozzy. Um. I think the last word you said was Vegapunk. Okay, so like, yeah, like going back. The Straw Hats are ultimately, or I'm hoping that they find out, like. Delphru origins, what happened in the ancient kingdom, and essentially, why is it that the world revolves this way? You know, oh. um, the, the world government definitely is heavily invested in Vegapunk. You know, they, they give him everything that he wants because he produces what they want or what they what they need. So essentially, they're gonna find out why is it exactly that the world the government works this way, and to the point where they want to have this totalitarian control over the over the whole population. Do you th- do you think um he'll tell him about him or do you f- or do you think Vegapunk doesn't know about him? Ve- yeah, no, the world government doesn't know about him. Not not wait, of course, not world government. Um, feel like Marines and stuff. Okay. So, I think Vegapunk has a conception of that there is someone in charge, but he doesn't know who it is exactly. He just knows that the world government has complete control, and that they essentially pay him for his projects his work and then again um ultimately that they're not they're not to be like messed with because they can eliminate you like nothing uh do you think um they they have vegapunk in their ranks for the same reason they had mihawk that way he he won't be a liability to them it could be you know again um we know that vegapunk is affiliated with a lot of the projects that have happened with the pacifistas the seraphins you know they know that he can duplicate duplicate um devil fruits to a certain extent like um what what admiral um kizaru's light light ability Mm. you know they know that this guy has an extensive knowledge to the point where he can do these things so let's keep him on the payroll because if you want if he wanted to he honestly could create them still and send them after the marines that World government. Hmm. Um. What about you, Plies? My the, uh, about what the Vega Punk is. Um. Yeah. Like, is there a, a certain a certain thing you want Vega Punk to tell the Straw Hats? Um. Just the secrets about Devil Fruit. I remember, I, if I recall, Oda said. I don't know if it was an interview in SBS where he was like, "Once Vegapunk's get introduced, we'll start. We'll learn about Devil Fruits." Hmm. So that's like my my go to thing, just that, and yeah, some more just um, <clears throat> little like some stuff for Frankie to discover. Some stuff for Frankie to discover. Um, do you think Vegapunk will instantly recognize 
uh, Frankie's tech as his own tech. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've got to assume most of the upgrades Frankie gave himself were Vegapunk's tech since he was in Vegapunk's lab. <laughs> Do you think um, maybe Vegapunk will go a little bit easier on them? Oh. He'd be like, oh, you a fan? <laughs> Well, I don't know. There was one thing too. Oh, I just remembered it. Talking about Vegapunk. Um, remember when um, Frankie was came back as a Sunday as a time skip and Kuma was there protecting it. Yeah. Like, with Vegapunk one, like that's what, like you know what I mean. Like, who gave who gave Kuma that instruction to do that? Was he was thinking that was Kuma on his own free will. Hmm. Arden, you got any idea? So I personally think that Kuma himself sent that pacifista without anyone knowing, and that's why he was punished. Just because, again, um, going back to Sabaody, Kuma was the one that essentially helped the Straw Hats escape, and he yeah. just wanted to make sure that they made it to Fishman Island at least. So he he might have sent that pacifista on his own. I don't think Vegapunk was the one that sent them. Wait, I, I, um, that, that was Kuma. That wasn't a pacifista. That was Kuma Kuma that protected the ship, wasn't it? I thought it was one of the pacifistas because he had like. No, I'm pretty sure he had the Bible. Just... Or am I? Wait, let me go check. Hmm. Cause that was... back, but that believe was... it was a pacifista. Mhm. Oh, continue. Uh, if it was, if it was Kuma, then that's obviously the reason why he was punished and made to become a slave to. Okay. The... So I'm reading. Like, I'm looking at the wiki, <clears throat> and it, I'm just I went to Kuma's um bio stuff. They said um. Yeah, he made a deal with Vegapunk to program him to protect the Thousand Sun until Straw Hat member returned. Oh, so that's like confirmed? It's in the wiki, like, you know, and everything in the wiki has always been accurate as the series progresses. Yeah, you're Like, right. they just updated it, so. Hmm. I just got That's interesting. I mean. I I mean either way like even even if it if it was a pacifista that he sent uh yeah, I think you're right Martin I think that is the reason why he got punished. Yeah, and ultimately that's when like the development of the Seraphims might have taken place, and at that point again they're like you know what Kuma we don't need you you can just go be a slave. <laughs> that's sad. Like, yeah, nah, I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> well, well, yeah, because again, Seraphins, they obey commands to the point, and at that point, and they're, well, you can see, they, they can cause major damage, you know, they can fight with Warlords and even Blackbeard, it's like, yeah, these guys are menaces. Okay, so why are we gonna so... Do... Wait, I think, I think oh. it's the opposite. <laughs> I, 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 isn't it the opposite? Isn't it the pacifistas that obey orders? Because yeah. from what I remember, Kobe was having a hard time controlling the Seraphims. Then again, it's Kobe, so who the fuck cares about Kobe? But yeah. I mean, um. But so I was just doing a little more digging. Yeah, I was saw seeing picture from the scene. Yeah, no, that was the real Kuma because it's holding the Bible, and but uh, when Frankie pulled up, it was holding the Bible, and then it says, um, yeah, his last request before he, like he went the full preparation to being a pacifista was just he wanted to ha- he wanted himself programmed to protect the ship. So, again, hopefully. I mean, like I said, it's canon, like, all that information. So, we'll see if that's something Vegapunk explains. I feel like you got to. I feel like Vague, feel like he doesn't know it's the Thousand Sunny he just picked up, but we'll see. Does 
Does that mean, does that prove Vegapunk's a, a good guy? Because, I mean, Vegapunk didn't have so. to. Because I, I, I'm saying that because Vegapunk didn't have to program um, Kuma to do that. Like, I mean, I'm assuming Kuma's going to, like, go under, like, the operation table or whatever, right? He'll probably, like, lose his consciousness. Vegapunk could have just, like, not done it. <laughs> he could have been like, yeah, totally, bro, I got you. And then just programmed him to do something else. So I feel like he's got to be, like, somewhat, at least morally gray. Like, he can't be a government dog. I don't think so. At least. Because he also lied about uh, Momo's fruit. He said he never completed it. He said it was a failed um, experiment. So I, I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. He's like, conscious. He has a conscience. He has moral compass, if you will. Well, maybe not, because again, he does. Uh, he, he did experiment with ki- with children. Wait, wasn't that Caesar? Well, wasn't that all Caesar? Yeah. Oh I mean, no! He, I, he I, must... No, you're you're right, Martin, because he experimented on Albert, and Albert was like mm-hmm. a kid. So, so again, you can't really say he's a good or a bad guy. It ultimately is going to come down to how Oda wants to portray him. But I don't see him being someone that's give, gonna give the straw hats everything. You know, he's gonna say like, okay, you know, I'm gonna give you this, but ultimately you have to give something back and get out before we call the navy and like Buster call you or even send. This. Uh, okay, so sorry, I keep hopping on this, but because I looked at my uh, my um, copy of Volume Sixty One, Frankie himself said it. Yeah, Doctor Vega Punk. Promised. He, pro- he had Dr. Vegapunk, the man who modified him, promised to program him one last mission to defend the ship until one straw hat returns. So, Bro, Frankie's going to ask him that question. Frankie's going to ask him that question. Plies. Uh, Yo. Hop out the call and hop back in. You're going super robot voice on us. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me sure. All right, let's see, please. Say something. Can you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe it was me. Okay. You want me to repeat what I just said? Uh, continue. Uh, let's go on. Uh, uh, the problem will probably go on away on its own. That's usually what happens when we record episodes. Ooh, fumble. Um. So, do you? Well, can we agree that uh, Vega Punk will be morally gray? Yeah. Anything in anything in the name of science, I feel like that that's his type of persona. Ah. Like, so he only cares about science. Okay, it's all about his passion. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And science is science isn't black and white, so it's definitely very. But just anything in the na- yeah anything in the name of science, that's going to be his character. Damn, he's gonna have. A- I'm just so excited. Like I'm not gonna lie. Um, e- even though we we all think that's not the real Vegapunk, 
I feel like a little kid when I saw Vegapunk. At the, at the I end was of- thinking that too. Like I'm really sitting back. Like it really like after I read, and I was like, dang. But then like the next day, I was sitting back going, holy shit, we're at Vegapunk. Like this was one of the things, the, one of the, my mysteries of the series was Vegapunk, and we're here now. It's it's getting like, scary, guys. Like, we're almost at the end. Man, shit, thing got serious. <laughs> I think a lot of things that we've been wondering are going to be revealed, especially with this with this Egghead Island little series. But ultimately, it's gonna leads to it again the big conclusion. Um, how long do you guys think we'll be on Egghead for? Uh, real time, say, in our time. With uh, breaks and everything, probably two months. Two months, yeah. Oh, so you guys think like like six chapters? Um, six, if seven? I'm trying to think, I think at at least at the the least I'm thinking is two volumes worth. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it'd probably be like, like two volumes worth. I feel like we'd probably be on here as long as we were on Zoe. Yeah, like this is going, this is going to be the Zoe. Because I, I feel like after an arc like one, I feel like action back at the straw hats like this, this the magnitude that we I feel like yeah, it's going to be a Zoe, and very informational, and then going, then move on to the next arc. In that case, what do you guys think is going to be the next arc after Egghead? We've, we've got a, a few options. Um, we could go to Elbaf. We could go to Pirate Island to get back Kobe. We could go to um, Mary Joa. Although, that's probably the least likely um, because of Vivi. Um, we could go... Wherever the fuck Sabo is. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I feel like it's gonna be revolutionary Stark. Considering we run into Julie Bonnie, who connected to Kuma. Mm. So yeah, I feel like it's gonna be revolutionary. But just, like we're finally gonna get like a little more depth on the revolutionary army. What about you, Martin? Where do you think we go after? Luffy's, got, Luffy's gonna be just dead for me, Shanks. <laughs> I think it would be cool if we go to Whitebeard's homeland or the home island where Marco is. Just because, again, we have the whole Weevil situation still happening. And, you know, it might be something worth taking apart. Um, another thing, again, mentioning Sabo and Julie Bonnie. Um, just a re- the reunion between Sabo and Luffy is something I think we'll be forward to. Or we can actually break off from the main story and just see what Captain Kidd and Law are doing. Because again, we don't really know what Law wants to do now, now that Kaido's taken care of. You know, um, it's something that I've, I've been wondering, like, if he really is going to be someone that's, okay, like, someone that's not an enemy, but also not a friend. I feel like law and kid kid stuff is gonna be is gonna be placed as cover storage. I'm even more pessimistic. I don't think we're gonna see it at all. I think them all get off screen. <laughs> but feel- I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards, leaning towards revolutionary. 
mean, but we'll see. Like, we're getting a lot of, oh, my God. Like, Oda really, there's a lot going on. That's why I'm just like, this final saga is going to be interesting how Oda plans it out. I feel like we're we're going to be leaving Egghead. By the time we're leaving Egghead, we're going to get the news that Kid got folded again. <laughs> um, wherever it was that he went. And I don't know. I just feel like Oda makes it such a big point that Kid is Luffy's rival. Or one of Luffy's rival. But, yeah, we don't spend any time with him. Like, we spent what like 10 years was law yeah i mean i feel like it'd be crazy for kid not to spend some time with the straw hats Nah, i don't see kid with the straw hats um i just think we're gonna get a point like a little maybe even like a little mini arc like again like a couple chapters where we just follow kid and what he meant by finding the man marked with flames and again, it could be a... Yeah, and then it could it could be a chance for Oda to give him a little backstory as well, because again, um, we've seen what he was in the SBS how Oda drew them as kids. And he looks like an interesting character, you know, someone that developed in a really really rough, really rough island and essentially became who he is now. Uh, but another thing, like after Egghead, I would like to see Dragon and Luffy finally meet or finally yeah. have that like. Yo, you're my son. This is the problem. Are you gonna help? Luffy's gonna look at him weird. Like Luffy's gonna pull Luffy like you're my dad. Like everyone's just gonna be in awe. Like oh my god. Like all Strahd's gonna be like, holy shit. It's Dragon. Luffy's just gonna be like, what? You're my dad. You know, I can totally see a gag like that. Like Straw Hats pull up on the revolutionaries, and both sides are like, oh my god, that's the most wanted man in the world, Dragon. And then the revolutionaries are gonna be like, oh my god. That's the Emperor Straw Hat Luffy. And then Luffy and Dragon are just not going to give a shit about each other. Like, they'll probably just, like, walk right by each other. Dragon be like, yo, what's up, Robin? Luffy's like, yo, Koala, where's Sabo? I mean, no, Dragon's I feel, Dragon's definitely going to be... Not, I wouldn't say excited. Oh, my God, my son. But, you know, he's been waiting for the day to meet his son. Because he did say, like, fate will bring us together or something. Like, something like that when they first introduced Dragon fully. Like talking about like his path, like he like he just wants Luffy like the path Luffy takes will lead him to each other. I mean it'd be interesting if like when they reunite, Garp is there as well, just because again um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean we haven't seen Garp yeah, post I do want to Green go Lord with Luffy. What was that? We never got updated on what Garp's reaction. I feel like Garp had a nice uh, nice laugh. We saw in the news. I mean, um, they haven't shown his reaction to Luffy's wanted poster or the new one. Mm-hmm. So again, um, did Garp know that it was the Nika fruit? You know, nah. he is one that like is up there. Like he, he should know. Like, oh, this is the fruit that they've been trying to capture for a while, and you know, you know that your grandson has it. it, it I feel like. Uh... It's going to be interesting because Bonnie did say, like, you know, your hair's white, you know. Everyone's talking about that. We're definitely, so, you know, definitely, and you know, that was definitely a top conversation around the world. It's like, wait, his hair's white? Why is he white? That's definitely going to bring more attention. You know, of course, the world is going to try and be like, nah, I don't want anyone knowing that this is it. This is what it was. Man, 
who's who's gotta be sick, bro? <laughs> like after after Wano, you know, wherever whatever the fuck ended up happening with him, I don't know where he's at. He's gonna read the newspaper and be like, Oh shit, bro, I really fucked up. <laughs> May I remind you, when you were younger, you had one job. One <laughs> Mad fuck. I don't know. I don't know how the government hasn't taken fucking who's who out. Bro, talk about fumbling the fucking bag, bro. We still need to know who, who the uh, pirate James was talking about. Remember, he's like, I'm here to talk about certain pirate. We're like, there's like so many different things. We're like, oh, he's talking about shit? He could be talking about Luffy. Or he's talking about Buggy. Like, mm, fuck no. I just com- I f- completely forgot I was also expecting another interaction post Wano, just because I wanted King to find out that Luffy is Joy Boy. Oof, that's a good one. Damn. He's been waiting for Joy Boy, so it only makes sense for him to have that realization that the individual that he tried to or he was fighting against for his for his captain was the individual he's been waiting for his whole life. Wait, King was waiting for Joy Boy? I thought he was. I thought his goal was to make Kaido Joy Boy. Like, he actually said he was waiting for him, too? I think so. In that little flashback where they sent, um, or where he met Kaido in the facility he was being experimented on, that he's been looking for Joy Boy, and that he had thought that Kaido was Joy Boy. I mean, just with the simple fact of him knowing about the existence of Joy Boy. I feel like there's enough evidence to support that. And I mean, bro, he's got to be sick. That's another person, bro. All of Kaido's crew must be fucking pissed. Because King is going to be like, so you, so you mean to tell me this racist minority hunter is the right-hand man of Joy Boy? Oh, fucking Niners. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my, my bad. No, 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 no. Hold on, wait. What's, what's, what's with awful? Let me check fantasy real quick. <laughs> oh, no. Russell Wilson's a bum. Oh, my God. I can't stand him. They got a fucking... God damn it. Um, yeah, um... He's been waiting for Joy Boy this entire time, and... He's just to find out that Kaido's a fraud? That's gotta be heartbreaking. I think he's a fraud. No, yeah, I, I mean, he's a fraud. I mean, he's not a fraud, but like, he's not, he's not Joy Boy. Is what I mean. Yeah, you're right. Saying he's a fraud is a little, a little aggressive. Like, yeah. wait, when did I'm confused. no? Because I'm kind of looking at King's backstory. When did he say? Did he? Did he actually like say I'm waiting for Joy Boy? Um, he's. I think he said it when um during his fight it's with Zoro. Little... It's a little scene where where Kaido's laughing. He says, "You think I'm Joy Boy? Um, is the world making? Is the world I'm making really that world you wanted?" And then that's when he's like, "Oh, the, or you can make the assumption that that's the person he thought Kaido was, and that's why he's been looking for." That'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be, I would say yeah, because no, because I'm looking at when they first met, and then Kaido's like, you know, and then King said, "Do you really think you can change the world?" And then Kaido's like, "I'm the one who I'll be the one who can." And then he's like, I'm going to call you, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to call you king. And today you're my right-hand man. So that was one part. I do know it, like, 
No, it's it during. Continues. It's during the other flashback during the Zoro fight. No, no, that no that flashback. I said, okay. Oh wait, hold up. Okay, it's just the weekend. You think I'm Joy Boy is the world making really the world you wanted? Legends are legends at this point. It doesn't matter what you do. I owe you my life. Just keep it the strongest. I'm sure I'll never lose until you're king of the pirates. Mm. Hmm. Uh. Who else do you guys think knows about Joy Boy? There's gotta be like a select few, right? Like I, I still think it's probably um Sengoku and Garp. Hmm. And um well mainly Garp because of the the God Valiant's in it. He's been involved in a lot of major events. There's no way he doesn't know it is is like me of the government. I think, um, you know, there's another char- character that Odinese took really let me know about because he might know stuff too. What's his name? Um, the, the, like the, like the top, top dude, uh, Kong is his name. Oh, Kong? Yeah, he, like he's above Akanyu in terms of ranking. Like he's like the commander chief or something of everything. Like what's his, his role in this story? I feel like he just... That's a good question. I mean, I I forget that Kong exists. When when I think of like the Navy, the Navy top dog, I immediately think of Akainu. Yeah, he like, yeah, like Kong the top dog. Um, yeah, I th- I think you guys are right. It's gotta be the top the top Marines need to know about Joy Boy. Um, yeah, because they're from the past. They're from the previous era. I, I, era. I feel like Akainu has to know as well. Um, I I assume maybe Dragon would know. Uh, the Yonko definitely got to know because, I mean, they're searching for the One Piece. They, they're they going to come across that piece of information eventually. Um, I have to assume Doflamingo knows. Um, maybe Mihawk, and I, I think that'll be it. Oh, and you know, all, besides obvious, Eam Eam has to know who the fuck Joy Boy is. Um, do, do you guys think when when they finally get to Raftel, it'll be like inhabited? Or you think there's like no life on Raftel? That's something I never thought about. Because I feel like every single island we've ever gone to has people living on it. Was, like the only two islands that don't have people living on it, or like somebody inhabiting it, was um Little Garden and Punk Hazard, and even then there's still people on it because Little Garden had Broggy and Dory, but they were like the only humans i guess quote unquote you can you can say other than that every other single island has had like inhabitants so i feel like rafto would be the same that would be interesting also also oh random just a kind of i don't want to bring it mean to bring it back to wano but what do you what do y'all think happened to big mom and kato like they like they they dead or like they just like i feel like that was 
one thing I forgot to mention when it came to how just with them in the story because I still think I don't know I still think Big Mom has the is could be because with Elbath like I feel like she has she's gonna play a role in that so I don't want to say she, they're dead. It could be a reach, but you know, crazy theory. When Shanks pulled up, he sent someone down there to go get them and has them captured. Ooh, damn. They might be still injured. They might be still, like, knocked out for all we know, maybe in a coma. But I definitely don't feel like this is the last we'll see of them. Shit. Shanks got them. Shanks is, has them um, uh, dragging them along on the ship. The same way uh, yeah, Odin, Odin held on to the chain. That's how he's got Kaido and um, Big Mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, they're his anchors. Yeah. The mad disrespect. <laughs> And then, like, what's good with big? What's good with the big mom pirates? Like, oh, they're bums. That was like my. I've been bums. saying it every single arc. I'm like, oh, like this whole one. I'm like, oh, Oda, what happened to that? What happened to that ship? Like, they got knocked off the waterfall, and the only one that made it to Wano was Big Mom and Peril Sparrow. Where everybody else said, bro, the like, way what? the way Katakuri and Peril Sparrow carry that fucking crew is crazy. Yeah, we got Katakuri getting getting um. Hit with hallucination gas by Caesar. Him and, him and Oven were thrown as casually in Oven pursuers. Yeah, how do how do you, you guys feel about that cover story? <laughs> you know, Mister Mister C into the future got tricked by a little bit of gas. <laughs> yeah, I just hope that isn't how they want to like not mention Kelly Curry again. You know, he's a very cool character. That's something I don't want to see him. That's not the last memory I want of him, essentially. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to remember him being taken out by gas. Yeah, I mean, I definitely do want him back in the story, but I feel like it's it's he's realizing it's time for him to do his own thing and just take take his siblings who wants to follow him and just start his own thing. Yeah, I'm with you. Karakuri's got to start his own crew because there's a bunch of dead weight on that. On that. In that crew. I mean, I definitely want to see their reaction to hearing that Big Mom got defeated. You know, I, I want to see their all reactions, like, what happened, you know, like, what what are we going to do now? Yeah, Craig will be like, tell Luffy, like, yeah, you saw way too far in the future, because Luffy wasn't even one of the Big Mom. <laughs> I was like, it. Yeah, I mean, again, they don't, they won't know the specifics of how they were beaten. At this point, they gotta start thinking about themselves. Like, especially another thing is, what's gonna happen to the territories? You know, every time there's a shift in power, people take over territories. I think Big Mom and Kaido had big territories, so what's gonna happen to them? Who was on the on them? And you know, what what happens from here on out? You know, actually, um. That's a good. That's a good point you're bringing up, Martin. Because I have a, I have a question. Because, um, we we don't have any like confirmation on Kaido's and Big Mom's territories, other than um, well, Wano for Kaido, right? And all of Totland for Big Hulk Mom. Island. Yeah, yeah, like that. All of Totland, which is like Whole Cake Island, and all the islands surrounding it that are her territories that's that's all we have confirmed right and then uh fishman island when it used to be under big mom or i think uh, Wano was on 
I think probably only had Wano. Yeah, right. Like I'm not. I'm not forgetting about other territories. Like confirmed. Territories. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean that. That's all we really found out. But it's always. It, I think it's always interesting to hear how the shift in power works. Like when Blackbeard took over the pirate island, you know, you everyone knew that this is Blackbeard's territory. And no one come to it. Yeah, which is crazy because Blackbeard. Oh, I was about to say Blackbeard didn't give a fuck about uh, Amazon Lily, because I mean, in a way, Amazon Lily's one of Luffy's territories. I mean, he's got his fucking face plastered on on the side of the <laughs> castle. <laughs> I mean, but it's not an official territory because it doesn't have the straw hat. You know, I think even though Boa loves him, she didn't even put up the flag or anything like that. You know, she has a oh, picture. That's it. Okay. Yeah, the yeah, the flag, yeah, the flag is a real symbol. Like as we know, what's his name? Um, Bartholomew burned Shanks' flag, and so Shanks is like, "Okay, we gotta go do something about that." But okay, okay, so so you gotta you gotta be able you gotta fly their flag, right? So if if you don't got mm-hmm. the straw hat, Jolly Roger. Yeah, I mean, you can't just post. You could hang their wanted poster or their picture, and it's not gonna say that they they belong to the, like this is their territory. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta represent. You gotta rep them. So, so you guys think uh, Fisherman Islands got a straw hat, Jolly Roger? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think they got one. But I mean, they are. I would say they're not the official territory of of Luffy's, but like they they practically are. But Wano, I feel like Wano was his first official because if we really look at it. Throughout the journey, like every island they visited, you could make an argument it could be his territory, but it's not. <laughs> you know what? I, I, what, what if that's the reason why? Um, what's this fucker's face? Um, uh, a spring hopper. Um, fucking, he got one shot by Luffy. Yeah, Bellamy? Bellamy? yeah, 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 yeah. Bellamy, Bellamy, yeah. Because um, in in his cover story, he learned how to make flags. Do you think that's why? You think he's gonna go like like the final war? We're just gonna see all the islands Luffy visited, raise a straw hat, Jolly Roger. Nah. I feel like that'd be fucking raw. Like like we get one of those those chapters where we visit all the islands. And instead of them reacting to their wanted posters, they're just raising Luffy's flag. As a sign of rebellion against the world government. I feel like this to be part of this. I mean, like, you can always make the case for, like, of course, where all the straw hats originally came from. Mm-hmm. Like, Zoro's a master, you know, you don't like that Zoro's a pirate, but, you know, he don't rep him. Nami's island's gonna rep her. You know, Sanji got his, his crew at the Barati. Usopp got his his people, but it's not the whole island for Usopp. But... Like Frank got Water Seven. All right. Um, let me let me ask you guys this: Do you guys think um, Final War we're gonna get an Avengers Endgame scene? Oh, oh, Every. Oh, oh. Where everybody pulls up, like um, at Marineford. What I was so what I was saying with that is, 
a moment in the final war that would really like that is a moment I'm waiting for. Is I want when the straw hats pull up, I want them to, ha- I want like whoever they're fighting, it be the Marines, who knows, but them to have the same like reaction of like shookness and fear and like acknowledgement as when Whitebeard's commanders pulled up. Like when they saw the ships and they were acknowledging everyone there, I want that moment for the grand for the straw hats and the grand fleet. Yeah, I think that when it does happen is going to be historical. I mean, obviously this this is One Piece, man. It's it's something that's going to go down in history, not only on manga but anime wise. Like, when I break the internet, you're going to see how since chapter one, when you see Luffy in that barrel. You know, it's now he's here. You know, he's he has all these people following them, and you know they're about to run a fade with this government. They're gonna take down Emu, and hopefully set everyone free so that again this government, the government doesn't like. They need to recognize that they're gonna be taken down. Like this is it. Like it's do or die. Luffy gonna pull up in a barrel. Yeah, I was about to say that. I I saw, I've seen a series a theory <laughs> like that. That you know how um. How Whitebeard um, uh, came out from under the water? <laughs> that that the world government is gonna see like a single barrel like floating towards them, and Luffy's gonna pop out of it. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "What is that? Oh, let's get it out of here!" And then Luffy's gonna come out exactly as he did. <laughs> oh my! Oh no, beat this ship! I feel oh, that'd like be it's awesome. Just... Yeah, some some fun something funny like that would be hilarious, just because. It's always those those series where it's serious and then something just funny happens and that's when it all breaks loose. Yeah, that would be like equivalent to Luffy jumping out of the cake, right? A whole cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, man, I love talk. I love One Piece, man. Like, I. That's one thing that um. I have a hard time coming to terms with when I like I talk to other people about it. Like um um at work, right? Um I want to say like maybe like like 3 weeks ago I f- I found someone who's into anime at work, right? Well, I was like, "All oh, right, sick, you know, like I got someone to talk to." Dude hates One Piece. <laughs> right? And you know, he he started um he started asking me questions. He's like, oh shit, um, right? He, he started asking me questions like, why do you like One Piece so much? Like it's so long, like it's so boring, like it's so dumb. He's like, like Luffy's not even the real pirate. He doesn't do pirate shit. Which I mean, he's not like going around pillaging fucking people's villages and shit. But I mean. Luffy's definition, Luffy's definition of a pirate is like someone who's free, right? I mean, that's what the pirate king gets to him. The most free. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I can't fathom is like, how do you like not watch or read One Piece? Like, <laughs> like, like how, how, how do you like live your life day by day? Like not fucking experiencing this adventure. Like, I sincerely feel bad for anyone who doesn't read or watch One Piece. And it, I get, like, whenever I, I'm telling someone, like, how great One Piece is, the one emotion I always feel 
and it's regardless like it doesn't matter who i'm talking to who i'm trying to convince or who i'm you know describing one piece to the one feeling i always get is like pride like like i have pride in being a one piece fan because the series has gone on for 25 years right and oda somehow some way almost on a weekly basis makes it all worthwhile like like this fucking long ass journey we've been on is worth it like i don't know how he does it like, like every week like for every every kidamon i'm uh, talking out of his butt scene we get we get luffy catching a, a bolt of lightning and throwing it at kaido right and I don't know, man. I I seriously feel like you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't read or watch One Piece. Um, I don't know what experience you guys have talking to someone who's not a One Piece fan. I don't know if you guys are do a better job at it because I feel like I do a terrible job at describing uh, what makes One Piece so great. Um. If so, so a question I have for both of you guys is if you could, if you had to describe One Piece in a single word, what would it be? Like that, you know, not amazing, but, but I would say you, universal. 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 There's a little bit of everything for everyone. I mean, there's a lot of topics to talk about. Uh, honestly, a lot of these characters are heavily traumatized. But One Piece does a great job in acknowledging it and showing you how these individuals may have overcame it or what led to their downfall so you could learn from it. That's a nice way of seeing it. Universal. I was... I, I don't... I'm sorry. No, no, you could, you could think, you can finish your thought. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people say and tend to say that One Piece is too long, you know, they can't get into it. Well, you know, give it a chance. You know, when it gets to a part where you can relate to, I guarantee you, you're not going to want to stop reading this. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely um, heavy on the, you know, just like give it a chance. Like I was fortunate enough to convince one of my good friends, him and his girlfriend started it a while back. And, you know, like, I mean, the driving factor of it cause was Law. Like he's seen Law's design and he was like, I need to like, get to the point where he's in the series. And I was like, oh, you if you want to get to where he's at, you can start the series. So he's doing a great job. I texted him today. He's already at a uh, Fishman Island. But um, if I would describe one piece in one word, one word, that's, whew. I got to say, I got to say alive because the world is just a living thing for me. Just like the characters, how they interact just where they fit in the story and how it's like when this character is gone like every like just updates around the world outside of the straw hats is just like those are it's just it, i just can't yeah that's the best way to describe it it's, it's a the series is alive like it's just it's an adventure you just gotta and you just gotta enjoy the ride you know don't rush through it that's what that's what i always tell people like if you're into one piece don't feel like you have to watch it to catch up i was like I've been fortunate enough to watch it ever since I was a kid, so I'm at the stage right now where, I, like, I'm caught up and enjoying the series. But yeah, don't like feel like you have to catch up to it. 
That's another great way of, of describing it. Um, the word I always use um, is rewarding. Because I feel like One Piece is by far the most rewarding series to read. Because, um, you know, a lot of people think, um, you know, uh, they see One Piece's lengths and they, they think it's too big of a time investment. Um, trust me, like, you will be rewarded for all the time you spend reading or watching the series. Like, like, like you just said, you convinced your friend um, to get into One Piece because he wanted to meet Law. Law doesn't get introduced to like after episode 500. And I know for a fact that when he finally got to meet Law, he was hyped. Like that must have been like such a fucking like, oh my God, like I finally get to see Law. Like, like I've gone on this whole long fucking journey already. I'm barely halfway there. Nah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and it's like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's not like, yeah, he was telling me that, like, he's been really enjoying the series. Like, like the, the only thing, reference you knew about One Piece is just pictures of Law. But now, like, him just going through Water, Water 7 is his favorite arc. His favorite side, he told me that already, but then, um, I convinced another one of my friends, one of my friends, his girlfriend started One Piece. So, I'm, I'm on a roll. I got to leave out, like, four friends convinced. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, all right, right. So, all right, to end the episode, right? You know, I want to... I don't want to get toxic, right? But <laughs> I, I want to ask you guys, right? Um, um, Plies, I know you're familiar with, like, the One Piece um, YouTube community, right? So... You're yeah. completely familiar with, you know, pushing agendas and the toxicity and all that, right? Uh, yeah. Martin, um, yeah. are you are you familiar with the One Piece YouTube community by any chance? I see a couple videos every now and then, just not really that too much in depth. But I do know a couple things, or like a few things about the community. Yeah. All right. So, um, so uh, something really prominent is agenda pushing, right? Like people love pushing agendas. Um, mm. I push agendas on the podcast all the fucking time. Um, not even just about One Piece, but just in general. I'm constantly, like, you know, like I'm pretty sure you guys know about my My Hero Academia hate. I'm constantly pushing <laughs> hate on My Hero. Um, how do you guys feel about Zoro and Sanji? <laughs> are you guys a Zoro fan or a Sanji fan, or are you like Iconic the Duel? You're, are you part of the one percent that likes both? I'm of them? part of the one percent. I love both of them, bro. I mean, again, I honestly d- dislike how people choose one or the other. And again, um, kind of like choosing left and right. Like you need both. Like it's essential. But essentially, like I understand people have a preference, but there's no need to bash on the other one. Like. Both characters are just amazing characters that have done so much for Luffy and are pushing forward to make sure that he becomes the Pirate King. But there's no need for for the slander, the Zoro slander, the Sanji slander. I mean, for a while, I did catch myself hating, like, disliking Sanji. 
but then again, you know, his whole character development, how deep his character really is, it's like, you know, you can't really hate the guy. You know, he was trying to do his best for his crew. And, you know, he tried to take care of it himself. But ultimately, he ended up relying on his captain to to bail him. Not just bail him out, but to like, support him during his transition in dealing with his family issues, etc. I like, I love both of them. They're the best duo in the whole series, in my opinion. Like, when people want to say, like, duos, like, oh, which two kids, those two. And, like, they're back and forth. It's great because I have two friends who are act just like them. They will butt heads every day, like, argument levels. But we're all great friends. So every time I see them arguing them, I just think back to my friends. And I'm just like, hey, what's the point of being friends? Like, they, they're, they're brothers at this point, those two. <laughs> Definitely. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys like both of them. Um, I feel like the Zoro Sanji debates are a little ridiculous sometimes. Oda knows about them debates too. That's why he be doing them just wrong with them bounty posters. Oh, he definitely does. He definitely feeds into it. Like, yo, the fact that Zoro had him like, yo, you you fourth, bro, number four. Like, it's <laughs> hilarious. Um. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Nami or Robin? Nami. I'm going with Robin. Nami's the second most important in the crew. I just personally like Robin. I think she she gives... She supports the, the crew a lot better. And again, she is one of the only individuals that can read Ponyglyphs and... Really emphasize like how her character like she really does care about the crew, and just just personal preference. I just I'm choosing Robin over Nami. Yeah, I'm always I'm always just been a uh, big big Nami. I'm fan like, ever since she entered the series. So for years, I've always been just waiting for Nami. I mean, like, put some that's that's my navigator. Let's see, <laughs> I I purposely asked you guys uh, Zoro or Sanji first because. Uh, I you know there's a <laughs> there's a pattern. Whenever I ask someone that, they'll they'll try to they'll try their best to give me like either uh, a calm answer, right? They'll be like, oh, you know, yeah, I, I sort of like Zoro more, right? Oh, I kind of like Sanji more, right? Or they'll be part of the one percent that say they like both of them, right? But I I love how. You guys both immediately said, I like both of them. But when I asked you about Nami and Robin, you each had an answer. <laughs> like, with no hesitation. <laughs> and I really so appreciate it. Because I, 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 I know you guys are being honest. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't bash Robin. Like, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, I prefer Nami, but I'm not going to say that goal. Robin's a horrible character. I'm never going to say that. All the straw hats. Are equal are on equal footing to me. Except Chopper. You know what? Yeah, you know what? I don't want to say it because, like, my, my, I don't want to say it. But if we're ranking them, <laughs> I would say the lowest one. Again, they're all number one, but you know, I got one A, one B, one. The lowest of them is is Chopper because he really hasn't been doing anything this this time skip for me. At post time skip. Yeah. I love Chopper. Don't don't get me wrong. I, I love Chopper. I love Chopper. But I mean, he is just merch. 
And I feel like, as as both of you guys have said, and I really do hope you know we get some chopper content here on Egghead because we gotta be honest, like Chopper needs that shit. Like Chopper needs a dub. Like Chopper slapped Queen and didn't do any damage, and I feel like that was the most we got in out of Chopper out of like the entire. Post time skip. Yeah, no, we slap queen. I got, I got hyped when he slap queen. I got hyped too. I was like, oh shit, Chopper's doing something. Other than doctoring, <laughs> I'm. I mean, that's probably not fair, right? Because like we don't judge Nami for that shit, right? Like if Nami's navigating, Nami, you good, you good, queen. Keep doing your job, right? No issue if Nami's just navigating. But if Chopper's just doctoring, you know, then there's problems. <laughs> I feel like doctoring's a little, little more important. You're right, but like I don't understand why I do that because with Nami, I don't have a problem if Nami's not a fighter, right? Like if you know if, if Nami's running away from Big Mom the entire arc, I understand. Like, would I have preferred her to have a one v one with Ulti? Yeah. Is there any yeah. conceivable way of her winning? No. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I understand. Same thing with Usopp. Like, if Usopp's just snipering, no issue. I don't even bat an eye. You go sniping. That's the one thing I don't get, too. People get stoned about, oh, Usopp is this. Usopp, don't be happy. 1v1s or run away. Usopp's a sniper. Well, who wants their sniper to expose his location and be, like, in the forefront of stuff? Like... Usopp being in the back, running away, keeping his distance from people, hitting him, hit him with a slingshot. Something about me, he's a sniper. Yeah, I, like I understand that, but like for some reason, like I have an issue with Chopper just doctoring. I don't, <laughs> I, like, like I understand, I'm I don't make sense, and I'm being a hypocrite. Um, but do you guys think? Because I I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. Like people are constantly complaining about Chopper. About how Chopper's just merch. Do you guys think that's because we haven't gotten enough from Chopper? Or is it because like Chopper just took a step back? Because I feel like pre-time skip, Chopper was like in the shits. Like Chopper was always ready to fight. Like Chopper didn't run. I honestly like we call Chopper part of the weakling trio, but I can't think of a single time that Chopper's like ran away. Like, not like once. I don't think Chopper's ever actually ran away. Like, yeah, Chopper gets scared and stuff, but like when, when the shit hits the fan, he, I've never seen him run like Usopp or Nami. And it'll be interesting to see what happens when Cubby he's with Luffy and Jimmy and Bondi right now in the arc. So. No, so that'll be interesting to see how he plays a part. But um, I mean, in terms of Nami, this thing Nami be fine. She just don't be having like killer attacks. She's very like distractionary attacks. But man, she has one of my favorite. Her her scene when um Ulti was throwing the killer. If she, don't, if she just if she takes back what she said, she stood her ground. Easily one of my favorite moments. I couldn't remember that one of the movie. All right, guys. Um, my last question before we wrap up, because uh, 
Uh, Plies, I know it's getting late for you. Um, where do you think the last red poneglyph is? Robin said no one's seen it for a very long time. Where do you guys think it is? I think Shanks has it. So again, Robin says that no one's seen it, but no one that she knows has seen it. Hmm. So again, I think Shanks has it. And again, um, I think there was a theory that he had, he also, also slipped someone on Wano to get the pony glyph from them. Not sure if that's true or not. Again, just speculation. But I think he has it, and he knows that Luffy has three of them. Okay, he's gonna be like, he might meet up with them, and be like, "Hey, Luffy, you know, I shoot a copy, you know, just, just want to see it, you know, just to go over it." But again, it doesn't do anything good for him because he doesn't have, or we haven't had confirmation if he has anyone that can read them. So again, um, we still, again, no one knows what Shanks' intentions are or how he intends to go after the One Piece. It could be that he just does a complete one eighty and says, "You know what, Luffy, hand over the Polyglyphs and hand over Robin." Damn. That would be nice. I'm not gonna lie. I would love that. I know some people mm -hmm, would again, But I, uh, again I did you did mention how Shank's whole thing was to promote the movie. Um, but again, he is a pirate. He has been causing problems to the government. It could be he just you know, he's finally gonna say like, you know what, yeah, you know, I did put you on this path, but ultimately to also benefit me. Yeah, I'm, uh, I def, I'm big, big, uh, for the Shanks evil theory. I still, because Shanks is still a pirate. He's not going to be like, well, Luffy, I'll help you for your goal. Nah, he, he had, like, he took the fruit even before he even met Luffy. Like, he would, like, he had no intention of Luffy getting that fruit, in my opinion. But in terms of the point, see, that's the place I never think, I never think stuff like that. I let, that's the one where I let Oda take the reins. I'm not going to theorize. I'm only going to theorize what's in front of me. Hmm. Okay. I'm not gonna like like. So you're you're if, more of a like a week to week. Like yeah. Like let me see the information I get, and then I'm gonna keep. Then I'm gonna put together something. But right now, like we got like Robin said, like no one's seen it. But once we get more information about it, um, then I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. like, I definitely think it's something involving Shank because each, each. Yonko has had a had something to do with it, like each Yonko. So, like Big Mom had a pony with Kaido. Did where was the first one? First one was Fishman Island. So, Big Mom technically had two in her possession. That's kind of crazy. Um, but Kaido and I think Shanks has is going to have something to play with the fourth one. I think it's on one of his territories. Um, it, tell me. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but. The fourth pon red poneglyph, the one that no one knows where it's at, that was the one that used to be on Fishman Island, right? Mistaken. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, the first red poneglyph, I think it was on Zoe, the one that it was, they first encountered. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's Zoe, Whole oh, yeah, Island, and Wano. But yes, the poneglyph on Fishman was just regular. Oh, so both, both of them were regular, because uh, I know I know the one Robin found was the letter to the old, uh, the old princess. 
But there there used to be a second one. That that one was red, right? That's the one that we're that nobody can find. Because um because I remember when Roger went to Fishman Island, there was two Poneglyphs. I just can't remember if the second one that disappeared was red or not. Do either of you guys um know? That's right. I don't um, remember. I'm not, I gotta go back to that, but that's incorrect. I don't know why I thought the one on Fishman was red. I was regular. That's right. Hope Zoe, Hope Kicking, and Wano. Those are the three we know about. There was a point glyph in Alabaster, but that wasn't road. It was a regular point glyph. Yeah, that was the one that, that said where Pluton was. Mm-hmm. Or, no, was that the one that said where Poseidon was? I don't, I don't remember. But it pointed to, a, to nature. Yeah, no, no um, I think, no, the point glyph, if it's Alabaster, it was Uranus. I was affiliated with Alabaster. Because that's when um, Crocodile was looking for Uranus? Wasn't Crocodile mm-hmm. looking for Pluton? What's he? I don't even... Oh, man, this story is crazy sometimes. Well, let me double check that. Fuck. It's because from, from what I remember, yeah, I'm pretty sure Alabasta had the Poneglyph that revealed the location of uh, of Pluton. Right? Because that's what that's what Robin tells um, Odin's dad. Like, oh, hey, I know Pluton's here. The Poneglyph in Alabasta said that. And the one in Skypea was the one that gave the information about Shirohoshi. I don't know. I, I, I think. I'm not sure. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe I should have gone back before bringing up these these points. But um, point being, um, I, f- I feel like regardless of where the last Poneglyph is... I feel like it's not going to be as easy to get. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy to say that. Um, uh, sneaking into Big Mom's territory <laughs> and defeating Kaido was easy, but I, I feel like um, the last one to live is going to be even harder. Like, I feel like there's going to be a challenge. It's really going to push the straw hats to the limit. Cause... I mean, it could be Mejwab. Oh, oh! Didn't think about that. Oh, I keep thinking, keep forgetting that that marriage about marriage law. Yeah, it could be within, within the the government hands. You know, that's that's gonna be difficult, especially if it's guarded by admirals. Guarded. I mean, for sure, they're, they're pack they're packing Green Bull for sure. You know, we're packing him up. Kizaru and Fujitora might be a problem. You know. Now, now that you bring bring that up, why haven't why hasn't the world government just gone around collecting the poneglyphs? <laughs> if, if... Cowards. <laughs> like, Cowards. like you know, some of these shits point to the One Piece, the one thing you guys like don't want anyone to get their hands on. Shouldn't y'all just be like going around collecting these shits? Like they are movable. Like we know they're movable. Or else, how the hell did, just... did these Yonko? carry them to their islands, their territories. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I feel like we need more explanation on that. I know, I know now they're not trying to go get them because that's causing... That's going to start beef with all um, Yonkos, but who knows? I mean, like I said, Wano, Kaido's gone. Wano's open now. That 
that might really be sparking them to be like, you know what? Big Mom and um, Kaido are out the picture. Let's get them. Yeah, because um, do you guys honestly believe that the world government doesn't have anybody that can read the Poneglyphs? Because I don't believe that for a second. I feel like there's got to be someone in their ranks. Maybe Eam. But like, there's got to be someone who can read the Poneglyphs. Yeah, someone has to be able to read that. Or, because, I mean... I think they might have someone. I think they might have someone to read the Poneglyphs. But maybe it was something that they lost throughout the time. Again, the whole destroying of the Urahara Island, I think. Mm. Scholars. So maybe they might have someone that could roughly read it. Someone that can give you, like, the exact what it's saying. Yeah, because um, I feel like like we criticize like the other Yonko for not going after Robin. Like, don't you think you guys should have put like more priority on getting Robin? Like the same thing can be said about the world government. Like, like, like maybe the world government doesn't want the One Piece, but like I'm pretty sure the world government wouldn't mind getting their hands on the ancient weapons. Like, yeah, probably, but you know. Again, I don't think they would have do something that would that would tip the the scale of powers. You know, the whole Yonko system, the Warlord system. It was all a balance that they wanted to maintain for as long as possible without suffering any casualties. Oh, they can go after them, but again, how many people will they lose in the process? You know, because again, they don't only have to deal with the Yonko, but their crews. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Like, like I. Like, after after Luffy came in and fucking raided Eni's lobby and took Robin back, I would have been like, hey, you know what? This guy just openly declared war on us. He's Dragon's son. You know, he's... I don't know, like, maybe we should put a little bit more priority on him. <laughs> I don't know, like... It, it, hey, guys, he's made out of rubber. <laughs> yeah, like doesn't that remind you of anything? Like he's got connections to Shanks. <laughs> he's a sworn brother to the son of Gold Roger. Like grandson of yeah. Garth. Oh, that's your grandson. Like what we doing here? What's happening here? <laughs> I think the world government just needs a new leader because their priorities aren't straight. <laughs> they're just they're just messing around while this guy is doing everything he wants. Yeah, too, I, the world is in chaos right now, which I like that. It's being like, you know, like shit is really hitting the fan right now. Like you, they got worried about Mihawk hunting down now. <laughs> oh, and like another thing, of, of about like the world government. Do you think it's either like, like like you said, um, Martin, like just lack of proper leadership, or do you think, Eam just doesn't actually think, see Luffy as a threat? Like that's how powerful it could it could be it could be just it's again i don't know if it's a it's a guy or girl where everyone's assuming it's a woman but maybe their god complex just knows that they can't lose and even though they're letting this individual come closer and closer and closer to to him they might they might still think like no matter what you do and no matter what you find out no matter if you have someone that can read the pony glyphs you are always going to lose 
Oh, yeah. that could be some. That could that could be why it hasn't been the priority. Like, okay, you know, just carry on with your daily lives, continue doing what you do. Don't worry about it, because ultimately, if he comes to the point where I think he's a threat, we'll intervene and just eliminate him like nothing. Which again, it's not gonna be that easy, dude. Like this guy, he's he already waking his fruit. He knows he's free and becomes completely free. He's a fucking, he's a he's a menace. Oh, like this guy's. But again, it just prop. It's just lack of leadership. If it really was that much of a threat, it should have been taken care of since chapter two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from like... I, I think you're right. I think it is like a god nah. complex. Because this Kiji should have ended things. When they first met, Aokiji should have ended things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it comes to a lot of stories... If the villain just took care of it from the very beginning without letting them even have a chance at powering up, it'd be it'd be a short story. Yeah, um, I I I agree with your god complex um, idea, Martin, because this reminds me of like an L, like when the Straw Hats first pulled up to Skypea, and L already knew, right? Like he already knew they were trespassing. The moment they got there but he he didn't do anything right like he he didn't he didn't actually like actively try to take them down because he was so cocky he's like oh yeah like you guys can't touch me i feel like that's the type of energy im moves but uh, i don't know man i don't know i they've done a little bit too many fucky wuckies for my liking Uh, yeah, I mean, so, all right, all right. So, to wrap it up, uh, we're going, we're going to Egghead. Um, we're assuming we're going to be there for a, a short while before we go on to, like, an actual long-term island, long-term arc. Scene... Now, after seeing all the shit that's going on in the rest of the world with the Seraphims, with Lulucia, with Cross Guild, where are we on the timeline? How much longer is One Piece gonna go? I'm saying five to, five to seven years. Five to seven years? Uh, at least five. I don't know how what's the max, but at least five. At least five. All right, all, right. all three of us agree. I'm I'm on pretty much yeah. on the same boat. I think we got yeah, because like everyone was misconstruing when like I was saying the final saga. A lot of people I don't know why they were thinking like, oh my gosh, when the final arc. I was like, no, saga could be. We don't know how many arcs are in this saga. Shit, the Yonko saga was like ten years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's wrap it up here. Thank you guys for pulling up. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, my my co-host Brian, he he reads and watches One Piece, but not to like. He doesn't really dissect it or talk about it to the degree like we just did. So I always really want some like I got a lot of shit I want to talk about on One Piece wise, right? So I really appreciate you guys pulling up and. You know, having a discussion with me. 
No problem. Yeah, no problem, man. Whenever you need or so have some theories, you know, just hit us up or something. I mean, hey, man. Whenever we get a crazy, crazy, crazy chapter, you know, I might, I might have you guys pull up. You feel me? I bet. All right. Well, thank you guys. I mean, um, for everyone listening, um, this is the second special One Piece episode. Hopefully, you know, we'll have much more. But yeah, I mean, thank you guys for listening, and Martin, Plies, thank you guys for pulling up. We'll see you guys next time. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. Have a good night.